You are now listening to an Open Mind Industries production. Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. We had uh, one in mind uh, a few weeks after the last one. But yeah, it just, it, uh, our, our, you know, our time just didn't get together and we didn't even know. And so much has happened since you've been, you know, gone. And, and it's been over two years now. So it's been like today. It was like, holy crap. Yeah, I uh, thought about it today and I thought, yeah, I have some, uh, some time left. It isn't, so why not it's, uh, catch up? Yeah, exactly. Well, it was like. For those who don't know, be up and listen to the Terminator last one. We did one after Maurice visited Orlando, and we closed uh, Terminator 2. And he was there, and then all of a sudden, you know, the prop shop started putting things into Universal Orlando, and it was just a lot of finding things for him, and I got something for myself, and it was just so much stuff going on. And then uh, you were tracking down a few other items. I know the one big ticket is the... uh, you know, the statue charge, but that, unfortunately, that will never happen, <laughs> sadly. I don't even know, Till to this day, I don't know where it is. Uh, I don't know if an executive has it on his desk, or somebody from the production uh, taken, took it, or what have you. I have heard rumors that it's still uh, at Universal Studios Florida. Okay. Uh, I can't say much about it, because I don't know uh, much yeah. about it, but I have, I have heard it's still on the... Property uh, somewhere there. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I told uh, I was talking to one of our friends, Oliver Brunson, and uh, I said, you know, it's got to be somewhere. They finally took it out of the case uh, a while back, a few months ago, and now the store. Yeah. If you came to visit it, it doesn't look like anything you've imagined anymore. Now you know it's Universal Monsters. It's themed uh, after the, the the monster show, uh, if I'm correct. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I don't know what they were the thinking what? about that. that, that. Well. I, I I think that the the shop has uh, uh, three entrances, one for, from the outside, and uh, the, the other one was the Terminator show, and the show ended. You walk into the shop, and the other one is the, the horror makeup show. So I think they've now seen it more in line with the horror makeup makeup show. Yeah, which would make sense because what I can say, guys, about commissioning and Maurice has kind of asked me a few things. Now that we're allowed to say a few things, is the building has now been extended, so. Um, it was abandoned for about, I want to say about half a year. Nobody, they did nothing with it. Budget wasn't on point, uh, because the original rumor when T2, before it was supposed to close down, was supposed to be a revamp of Terminator Genesis, what I can say. Um, because we walked in on a meeting, uh, one morning and it was like, hey, we're, you know, this goes nowhere, but they had all these engineers from Universal and then like all the new projectors were supposed to come in. And they were going to redo the do you know do the robots and the audio. When Maurice was there, I emailed him and I emailed Dakota immediately and I said, "Hey, things have been updated." And it literally said Genesis in the pre-show. And when that all fell through, and then you know we finally got the notice, like, "Hey, you guys are closing down." You know, I can't tell you when, but you know it, it's going to happen soon. It was a real shock to everybody that you know, okay, we've heard all these rumors for years and years and years. You know, oh, we're closing. This is the last year. We're not negotiating contracts. And then they were like, no, we're gonna really shut down. It was it was a shock. But now with the construction, yeah. after like a year, like 
I was, I finally, I mean, it, it's out there if you guys really want to find out. Some guy, he put it on YouTube, but there were, like, people were taking photos of the side of the building, because it's, you know, it's on private property, but mm-hmm. it's basically public domain, and people were like, wow, like, they really haven't done anything to the building, what's going on? And, like, we didn't know. And now that I have friends commissioning the building, I was offered to commission the building, but my hours just didn't sync up with it, because it's, like, 18 hours straight, you gotta work there, to sit there in a corner and just watch, you know, a door, and it's, you know... The building's been extended, I want to say, by another, like, 20 feet in the back and on the side about 15 feet, and then the other side about another 15. So, it hasn't been really confirmed what it is. We do know it's going to be a stunt show. Uh, it's going to be a very small team, about, like, the Terminator size, a team of four or five maximum, or more, who knows. Like, I, I this is what I've just been finding out, that, like, either... I, I, I have heard they had to expand the, the armory for uh, keeping all the... the yeah, and it, the thing is, that we haven't really talked, I mean, I've saw some of the actors walking around, I know Mark Matthews, for those who didn't know the name, he's been on a few podcasts, one of our, uh, you'll see him in the video, he uh, ends up kissing the stage when it's over, because it was his birthday on October 8th, you know, I, I even forgot, uh, he was, he's been there for eons and eons, I know that he said he got picked up for uh, a technician uh, position, so he'll be doing a lot of weapons, stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm, okay, glad, cool. I'm glad that they kept the building the way it is, but, uh, I mean, the tech booth's still there, the, I, the facade is still there. I think the facade was recently painted, a more blue color or something? No, it, it's kind of the same. I, 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 I've taken a gander at it recently. I'll have to take a photo when I'm there. Um, I'm, I had horror makeup on, I think, Monday and Tuesday. So, while I'm there, I'm not in there for the, for the morning, but I'll take a few front shots for you. But it's pretty much well, I, the old same facade. It's the same facade, but uh, I saw some uh, recent pictures and they had repainted some parts. And I have not compared it with uh, the older one when the TCPD show was still uh, up and running, but it, it looked more uh, blue. Yeah, fresh might, blue. Yeah, they might have. They might have done something. I mean, every year they were going through. You know, uh, one of our in our park teams, they would go and they would actually match the paint again and re- redo it because of the sunlight at like three three p.m. Um, you know. Uh, Florida time or Eastern Standard Time, it was just the hottest part of the day, and I was like always wondering how the paint didn't, you know, it didn't melt, or and they were like, no, this is core mm-hmm. this is what it would do. We'd have to like, change it every every once in a while, and uh, it, you know, it was it was wild. But they might they might have changed it without my knowledge. I really haven't been down that main road in quite a bit because I walk down there to go leave the park sometimes, but it's kind of it, it, it might be it might be minor uh, changes because even to me I. It, it felt something uh, different, yeah. but I could not, I could, I could not uh, pinpoint exactly what it was. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing, you kind of look at things from, well, you're like, you're a super fan, so you're the person that would notice things that we wouldn't notice. We, we're like so immune to it, when somebody walks in and says, hey, you know, yeah. uh, I noticed this, this bolt or this wasn't correct from this, like, what what's the difference, what's going on? And we don't even recognize it because we, we're so immune to the, the daily operations of it, you know, and I mean, that was things when you and walked I, in, I know. yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh, having a child. You see it every day and you don't notice the, the, the growth uh, by day. But when people uh, who see the child like say, uh, once in a month, they will see the growth uh, far uh, more better than you do. Than you will, yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird, though, because, um, you know, once we can we can talk about now, that when Terminator did close, we didn't even know they were selling anything until I think you, you got a hold of me. And you said, Ali, you need to rush over to... Uh, the yeah, shop, uh, March, March 16, 2017. Oh, wow, you got it marked down, holy crap. 
No, I, I, I know it by heart. I remember I was very busy recently. Uh, we had did have a lot of uh, chats uh, about the items, and uh, you, had, you had to rush for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, like woke up and I'm like, wait, I gotta do what now? And it was like, well, you're like you're the only one closest there. And well, I tried getting there early, and it, I, I got a hold of Oliver. It, it totally uh, dropped dropped out of nowhere. Nobody had seen the no, coming. No, That was the one thing that you kept saying. You said. How do we know if things are going to pop up? And I said, I really don't know. Because the prop shop, guys, I, was just put in a, about a year and a half ago. I mean, about, yeah, about yeah, a year I, and a half ago. I visited the prop shop uh, in that same weekend when the, the terminal is so close because I already had a feeling they might uh, turn up some, some props on the show. And they uh, kept saying, yeah, you, you got to email me because we don't know uh, if we get stuff and we don't have stuff right now. So I kept emailing, uh, but yeah, you know, when time uh, passes by, you slow down and emails, and you you hate to be the guy to constantly uh, bother those uh, people yeah. with your uh, reminders. So eventually, I I stopped doing that. Yeah, also with the guest I mean, the, well, the one thing is like when I said we I first met you, I really didn't know who you were like a year ago, and and everybody was like, well, I was like reading how I became friends with you and got to know who you were as a person. Uh, Dakota had you on. I was like, okay, he knows Dakota. And you were like, oh, I'm not trying to be like rude or I'm not trying to be like a super fan, but I, I really want to ask some questions. And I was like, all right, I'll answer the best I can because I've been there for eons. And with, mm-hmm. with you know, with trying to find the props and they were dropped like a sack of bricks. None of us knew where they were going, what they were pulling off. Because like I said, they, they started like dem- demolishing um, little by little. But then they were, I think there was like a budget hiatus because of Fast and the Furious, which I can now announce. Um, yeah, Fast and the Furious, guys, if you haven't been on it, it's just, it's a garbage ride. Don't even, Universal has lost so much money with it. They won't even talk about how much money they lost. Like, they don't even, they don't even acknowledge it anymore. They really don't. I've, I've talked to so many people and they're like, oh, what, how's the ride like? And I'm like, it's not, it's nothing. I mean, the queue is amazing. It looks like there were two teams fighting to show its individuality. When you walk to the queue, it's just outstanding. The ride in general, it was just like, like somebody was fighting. The queue is the garage scene with all the cars, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I, I, I've not been there myself. Uh, my last visit was when the, the show closed in 2007, but I'm still following Universal uh, on my YouTube videos. And the queue does look very good, but the, the, the show, the ride itself, it looks, yeah, it looks it's more like, like a rehash of King Kong. You're also if, you, if you look at the walls carefully, you'll see things that were going to happen that didn't happen. They covered a lot of things up with, with uh, plywood and tried to paint over it, and you're just like, what happened? And I had friends that were commissioning the ride, and they went, so oh, how is it? It's supposed to be like this brand new thing. And they're like, oh my god, it's just horrible. A funny story with Dakota, because Dakota got to go to Universal Hollywood, and he did a little bit of researching. Um, apparently, when they go through the sequence, it was raining, and they had to put the, sh- the shields down on the on the tram that takes you around the park and shows you stuff. And all of a sudden, the lady goes, oh, yeah, that's kind of fast and fair. We don't really talk about that. Everybody just kind of sat there and was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> He's like, so you can kind of see that it's kind of falling apart over there, too. That must, that must really hurt Universal Well, it's hurting us on our side of the, the pond because, you know, it's, it's Orlando is supposed to be this big destination thing. And the thing with, you know, Terminator 2 closing down, and the sad part is, I hate even to say this, like, this has been about two weeks since I've been with work, and once a day, surprisingly, somebody goes, excuse me, hey, and I'm now at the Horror Makeup Show also where I work, besides Jimmy Fallon. 
And the guest yeah. comes up and he goes, hey, um, we've been here a couple years ago. Do you know what that Terminator 2 show is? It has the gun and the motorcycle. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, you know what? It's been gone. It's been gone for like two years now. This year's going to be like our third year, third year, I think. I'm like, it actually, you're not wrong. You go down here, under, there it is. And he was like, oh, wow. What happened? I'm like, I, I don't know. I was like, just budgetary reasons, you know. He goes, do you know what's going in there? I said, no, I don't. So it, it, it. it felt so so rushed when they closed it. I think it was a month uh, the announcement was made and you had a month to visit the show. Yeah, it felt so fast. It, when we were announced... It felt it was, really fast. I I, I had to, to arrange all the travel and the, the, the hotel. I and remember that. And, and you said, hey, is, is it true? And like, I might not have time to go on holiday. I just told the boss I have to go. And, you know... Uh, I, it, it was, on, I think, on one of my last days of my... Holiday. Uh, I still remember. I was in. I was going to a store with my my wife and kids. Yeah. And I just got saw got a message from someone, and I was really oh man, this is. Couldn't they t- uh, told me that uh, earlier or sent uh, the message out? We didn't even I am know. already. Uh, no, you didn't know, but I was uh, having the last days of my holiday, so yeah. I had to go to my boss. I was just one day uh, back in my work, and I already had to ask for another week. Oh, I can imagine. Just because of that. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Like, I remember you, were, you got a hold of me and you said, hey, uh, question, I went, go ahead. And you went, because our time difference, guys, is very different right now. It's, I don't know, what time is it? It's 12, 12 o'clock there? 12.05 a.m.? It's like 3.05 now, uh, now, if you mean? Yeah, what time is it now? It's now 9 o'clock in the evening. Okay, okay. So it's, yeah, so our time difference is quite a different. So when I'm waking up, Maurice is kind of like up doing his thing. He's dealing with the kids. He's working. And so we'll... I'm we'll already almost done with work then. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll usually chat back and forth. And he's usually like, is it true? What's going on? And what do you know? And I'm like, here's what I know. I just been... Because I was actually sick the day of uh, the announcement. I had food poisoning and I decided to stay home. And like, I don't want to, you know, feel like crap. And my friend calls me out of the blue and he goes, hey, you know... um, aren't you scheduled for a meeting and my girlfriend uh gives me a call because she's working technician over at whore makeup and she's shutting on the show and turning off all the house lights and doing what she's got to do for the shutdown and she goes hey aren't you coming over for a meeting aren't like are you okay and i'm like no no i took the day off today i wasn't really feeling so well i'll be in tomorrow but i started getting calls i started getting tweeted at everybody's like hey man um something's going on and i'm like Nah, this can't be true. And finally, somebody hits me up and they go, "No, Ollie, it really is true. We really are closing October 8th. I went, "No, no, no." So when I got in that that morning, our boss was like, "Nobody's clocking in. Clock in. Go wait in the break room," which was like a little. Our break room was super tiny at T2. Um, I think I took Maurice down the hallway. I showed him where it was, but I could, couldn't take him inside the door. But I took him down the, the VIP hallway and stuff like that. But we were supposed to also... We didn't go to the break room, but we went through a small uh, corridor or something. Yeah, it was very, very tiny. There was a small, you know, uh, yeah. supervisor to, room. To the VIP room. Yeah, and... VIP room you'd go through. And everybody was there. It was lovely. I'm surprised everybody there was as lovely as they were to you. I think once they realized you're with mm-hmm. me, they're like, oh, he's been here for years. He, he wouldn't send somebody here. He wouldn't trust, you know. Because even when you met the actors, mm-hmm. like the actors were all taking meet and greets with their families. Like we weren't really supposed to be in there. But once they realized it was me and who you were, they're like, oh, okay, he's he's cool. And, you know, Mark got comfortable with talking with you, and so did Mike Sawyer. And, and you were yeah. actually teaching them a lot of things. They were like, oh, what what's this? Like, I didn't know about that, you know? Yeah, I, I, it's like you said, you you, you, you work there every day. You, you, you don't notice 
the, the little things or you, you easily overlook them. And, uh, like me, I, I, I don't visit the show uh, that often. So every time I go, I'm, I really, I was really checked from, oh, I, I have to do that and don't forget to do that and look that up and take a picture of you that. You had such, yeah, you so, had such a checklist. I was like, oh wow, like we're really, because I was only planning on staying for the day and taking like photos and videos for you and you're like, you had such a checklist of like, I would have forgot to do certain things. Yeah, but I visit once in several years. Yeah. Uh, and every visit could have been my last one. I, uh, I visited all I mean, you got lucky to come on the, the last, last team. visit, because yeah, like, I remember I, the, I didn't really know who you were, I knew, because you took a photo with my old lead, Amber, who's still with the company, and she does other things around the company, and um, th- that video got on YouTube, and it was like, oh yeah, have you guys seen this video, and I remember I was backstage one day, I was like, we're on YouTube, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we took a photo with the guy, like, they didn't really know who you were, they just knew you were like a super fan, but, and stuff like that, the people knew of you, they just didn't know who you really were. Now they know who you yeah. are. <laughs> and that's where uh, Facebook uh, came in for me. It was very uh, useful uh, and easy to connect to people who work there. Yeah. Who might, might be able to answer some of my questions. Because, like I said, I, I cannot visit uh, daily. So I all my questions I have to gather. And every, I, Facebook is for me the, a very uh, good way to, to ask those questions to the people who have worked on the show and if they don't want to, to talk to me they can simply ignore me and I don't blame them because for some I'm just an unknown guy and I can easily understand uh, if I can uh, understand why they uh, would not accept any uh, invitation or message from me yeah. and some people uh, like you and Dakota yeah, they uh, accept it and they help me well, there were, there were a lot of fans who come through a lot, and they would ask us certain questions, and we, we knew our super fans from our, people were just were like, no, I like the show, and there were people that, no, I really love the show, can I please know a little more about it, like, I would love to work here, and Dakota was mm-hmm. like that, Dakota is very, Dakota loved T2, he actually had the photo of Sarah Connor, like, always on the, we had a tablet, you would scan the Express Pass and stuff like that, and he would always put the photo like up there, and he, I was like, where the hell did you get that? And he's like, oh yeah, it was like a DVD thing, and I got it, and I bring it with me to work every day, because like, Dakota lives that life. He, he loves to play the part. And me, being there forever, I kind of just kind of like, okay, it's a job, I have to take care of the guests, get them in, get them out, get them in, get them out. I'm thinking about the next show, how many people got in there, make sure an actor doesn't get tripped, because they're using live blanks, you don't want anybody to get hurt. You know, and there were so many things. Trying to survive the day. Survive the day, get through it. And there were days I loved it. I loved talking to the Make a Wish kids and people. And then they're like, I talked to a Saudi prince, you know, one day because he was a huge Terminator fan. And I remember talking to the Saudi prince real quick and he goes, you know, and I didn't really know who he was. I still don't really know who he was. But the VIP guy got angry with me. He was like, you're not supposed to be talking to him. I'm like, he asked me about Terminator. I'm going to, of course, I'm going to ask his question. And it was about Sarah Connor, like Sarah Connor Chronicles. And he was like, have you seen the show? And I'm like, the, the TV show? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? And we started talking about that and the show. And he got to meet the actor. But he's like, no, I want, I want to meet all. I want to meet everybody. I want to take a photo with everybody. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. So everybody had to like stop what they were doing when they, we all clocked out. Took a photo with him and his friends. And he was like super happy. He's like, no, I don't want to meet the actors. I want to meet you guys. Like, I want, I want to talk to you guys. Cause, and that was pretty cool talking oh, to like a, a, the, yeah. you know, a prince from Saudi Arabia going, like, no, I really love the show, and, like, I want to know about the show, and how are you guys, like, how was your day, and, like, this must be really cool, and you must get a lot of questions, and when I first worked there, you know, I got, I, I, I loved it, I, I really enjoyed it, when you get kind of burned into it, you kind of, but it was like, I didn't hate 
the job. I didn't hate the show. It was just it was time to move on within within Universal. You need to kind of get that mindset of it. Because I have a lot of friends that work for other yeah. venues that are like, I love this, but I need to kind of move on to something new to kind of clear clear myself from it. But um, yeah, so when it, you know when it closed and we really didn't we really didn't know and. When it finally did, it kind of hit everybody kind of hard. It was like, oh, wow, we really are closing. For the actors in general, I felt bad for more, more of them than I did myself. Because a lot of them had to mm-hmm. find new jobs. A lot of their contracts got null and void. But they were, from what I can say, they, they a lot of them were lied to. Because Universal had no idea what they were. When you said it was so fast and sudden, Universal had no idea what they were going to do with them at all. Um, a few of the actors stated you know, to me afterwards, once they closed, like, Hey man, like we we were told we have to use all our vacation time. Like our jobs are null and void. We Universal doesn't know what they're going to do with us. A lot of that is still true. There's only a few actors still from the show that are still on property that are still working their butts off. A lot of them, a lot of the um, not lesser known actors had to um, go into different positions inside inside the park. You will see them out and about. Like I'll I'll talk to them and I'll see them like doing security and stuff. I'm like, hey, and they're like, hey. So they're like, how do you people like how do you know them? I'm like, I worked with them for over ten you know ten years. You know, day in, day yeah. out. You know, so of course I I know who they are. But you know, it was it was wild that I'm you know it's shocking that you had to go through all that hell to you know find your things and do stuff like that. And, I mean, the last podcast we talked about the flag, and I've learned a little bit more about the flag. Yeah, the flag was with the the training thing. Um, I talked to a couple of the actors about that. That's where it was kind of there was a training flag that they would hand off to each other when they were done with the, done training backstage. There were yeah, there were a few hazing really things they would do backstage. It was a nice momentum uh, having the flag there uh, with closing the show. The flag that also uh, was present at the boot camp. The uh, the first batch of actors uh, had to go through uh, before uh, opening the show. Yeah, I mean, I talked nice to a lot, lot, of, lot of the newer yeah. actors. I was talking to them, and they're like, "How like how do you guys train?" They're like, "Well, we come to the show at night, and then we train, you know, at the show." And uh, Ben was saying, Ben Patton or Ben Patient was saying over in Japan the way he had to train over there for you know his thing, and I was like, "Oh, so it's completely different." He's like, "Yeah, the what you saw over at uh, Orlando was completely different from the way we trained in Japan or we, we trained in Hollywood, but it was kind of the same concept." For them to kind of, you know, train. I, I, I know both uh, uh, all shows have, uh, that have the boot camp. Uh, Captain uh, Dial Gale, if I remember correctly. I think that's who it is. Uh, I, I know the Florida one had that that's some kind of uh, Citrus uh, farm. I know the Hollywood uh, team did practice at, I think, police uh, property. And yeah, I think they had, a, they had a property they would train on. Yeah, and the uh, Japan crew trained uh, on site at a uh, Universal studio. Yeah. That's something I, because I was talking to Ben about that one in Japan. He was like, yeah, we would train on site. We would go up this thing. So we rigged up and we're like, hope you like to jump higher. And he's like, oh, what? This is higher now? So. He was very nervous about his thing. It was good talking to him about his Terminator experience. But a lot of things have changed since, you know, it's closed. And, you know, like I said, we were looking for the the props. And that day was wild because I literally, like I said, I had to wake up and run there. I had to jog over. I had about a mile and a half to run. I went, okay. Reach was like, I'll go tomorrow. No, no, like, you've got to go today. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I kind of was like, all right, well, you know, 
later we had to like work on an agreement for some, you know, I was like, cause I had to get up and grab lunch and I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I got over there thinking, okay, there's going to be so much there. There were photos. And the minute I got there, half of the stuff was gone. But I, I think you, and you are still one of the, the, the earliest uh, guys to get there. I was the second person uh, to get there. I was the second person. I got, I, I, I got in, I think it was around 10 something that morning. And here I am thinking, okay, yeah. I, I can breathe. I can like take a quick breath. I like I got over there and the doors were already open. I, I looked at Oliver and then no, it wasn't. It wasn't Oliver. It was Oliver. And I said, hey, <sighs> like, where's the stuff? And he goes, bro, half of it just got taken. I went, what do you mean? He goes, uh, I don't know if I should say his name. I'll, uh, Eric. I won't give his last name, but his name is Eric. This guy who's a collector. Eric, I I know Eric has as the first. Uh, he had dips. Yeah, he must have the first. I think there was another uh, fellow, uh, Todd, that came after him because he managed to score uh, a foot. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you came in. Yeah, and well, there were there were still so, feet yeah. there. There were still there was like a, a thigh. There were still you know there was the card scanners that never worked anymore. Um, I grabbed something for myself, and then like yeah. I caught the chess piece. I caught a few other things, some lettering, some signage. And some some good stuff. Yeah. And I remember some guy like was holding it. Some kid was holding the chess piece for the T seventy, and he goes, "What's this for?" And I kind of spoke up, and I was like, "It's for a terminal." And he kind of just wants to go slam it on the ground. I, I grabbed it from his hands, and I ended up putting it between my legs. I went, "Nah, no one's getting this." So I had to um, message Maurice like immediately. I'm like, "Hey, it's this price, you know." Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, "What do you want to do? Do you want it?" And he was like, "Is it how good is it?" Like I was taking all the photos I could. They even pulled me behind the st- uh, the cashier register where nobody's supposed to go because I worked there, and they're like, "Go through the box real quick." So I'm going through the box. I'm finding parts. I'm finding pieces. I'm like, "Geez, this is what we have left." And then Oliver goes, "Yeah, this is all we got in today." But Eric cleaned us out. I think the and there's another guy. Who, the other guy came in. He picked something else, but Eric took most of the the, the big stuff. Yeah, he, uh, I think he, he took the best parts, and I think it was at least half. I remember, half I remember of all the, the, actor, the actors were fucking pissed. I got a call from a couple of the actors, and they said, "Hey, did you, did you get anything?" I said, "Yeah, I got a, I got two letters. I bought like two S's because I think I was still cutting the ass with a laser cutter and having it engraved and giving a piece of it to each actor or like a close date. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still got to remake a keychain, a Terminator keychain, which I was." Maddie from Shapely is helping out with getting that file for Stephanie. I I I, I got one. Uh, yeah. One of those yeah. Yeah. I, I apparently. I, yeah. I'm gonna make my own version of it and kind of clean it up. I, Maddie, I sent him over a new model file and said thank you to him and stuff like that. I had to ship it back to uh, two of three of them back to uh, Germany, which he finally got a few months after. I didn't know how mm-hmm. long it took for post, but I wasn't paying for a, a tracking label because that was like an extra forty bucks from UPS here. And I'm like, 40 bucks? They're like, yeah, 40 bucks for a tracking label. I'm like, no, just send it. Jesus. And it got, it got even more expensive recently. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I talked to Maddie um, when I sent it. I said, hey, he goes, hey, I didn't get anything, Ali. I do trust you, but I didn't get anything. And I said, it should be on your way. Everything's correct on my end. Um, if it's not, I'll make it right. You know, because you were polite enough to use the model. Because that's how I am. But yeah, like we got over there to the, you know, the thing, and I was texting. It was a crazy day. It was hot. It was sweaty. <laughs> here, here I am sitting on a corner, and I'm just getting, you know, numbers. And I'm like, the thing I grabbed for myself, which is actually my my video on the podcast, I've actually got it up on the wall now. I'm gonna stick it next to my T2 shirt. And what I can say is, we made out pretty well because the next day I went to go pick up stuff up. I was told in my ear that, that uh, you better 
take your stuff because, like, they can't get you now for it, but you guys were charged differently. Your pricing was, they didn't, no one knew what the hell it was, so they couldn't price it in time. So Maurice saved a lot of money, and so did I. The sign that I got for 150 was actually 400. Maurice's sign was actually 300, but he got it for, I think, 100 USD. And I was told, yeah. I was like, are we, are we in trouble? They're like, no, you're not in trouble. Like, you guys paid for it, you're fine. The problem is somebody didn't, somebody didn't mark it correctly, and you guys are fine. So... I already paid full price for that chest armor, which was a lot. So uh, yeah, I mean, I was like, I don't Whoa. think they, I don't think they will have lost money on us. No, they didn't. And the thing is, with the chest armor, like I, I, I wanted to smack the kid in the face because he was like, "What's this for?" And he's like swinging it around. I'm like, "That's from a damn robot, and you better put that down," you know, because nobody had no idea. It's like a piece of fiberglass, you know. No one knows what the hell it is, and you know, it, it is, it's like, uh, and it's, it's a, just a small uh, part of a puzzle, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> It's only, it's only a, a chest of front uh, part, and I can imagine without it, if you have not taken a good look at those robots, it might really uh, look like, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah, it looks like nothing. It, yeah. it, and it kind of had parts on it and stuff like that that, you know, we'll, we'll put in. Just boxing that up for mm-hmm. you, picking it up the next day with my girlfriend, I was like, we got to go pick all this stuff up. We go through and they had it all boxed up for us, and that's when I was whispered like, "Hey, you guys, you guys really scored yesterday. Congrats! Like, good luck." I was like, "If anything else happens, like, let us know, you know." But um, I was like, "You almost had, you almost had to rent a truck to to transport over." Oh my! I don't even know how Eric got half of that stuff out. I know he had he had to bring it off, bring it on property or drive on. Well, he 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 bought the gun. Yeah, and you know how big that gun is. Yeah, and that's the thing. I so, I don't know if you want to tell the, the people about what happened with Reese. Finally, got a gun. Like he got the T seventy gun, but uh, such a such a yeah. such a tragedy. Well, it, it, I finally got it. <laughs> Eric got the first uh, gun, and I was all, all, also in touch with the the merchandise department of Universal Studios, and uh, eventually they contacted me. They had another gun. So in the end, I bought the second gun they had to fill. Both guns are uh, from the Hollywood uh, show, which has different guns uh, compared to the Orlando uh, show. <clears throat> so I finally got my gun, and it got a little bit of damage during transport. Uh, but it's not like it's completely broken. Or yeah. It can be fixed. I really wish, you know... At least I, I got my gun. I really and wish they had better... Yeah, but I, I've asked them that, and if they would have uh, packed them uh, better, if they had to break a crate, yeah, uh, then it would have cost a lot more money to fix it. Yeah, all the weight and the construction. So I think in the in the end, uh, even though it got damaged, it can still be fixed. Yeah, I think uh, uh, price wise, it, it it was good. Yeah, it was because it was sitting there for a while, and I was like, everybody was like, "Have you heard? Have you talked to Maurice yet?" And I'm like. Because they kept saying, I, I kept walking in to check on everything, and before you could in person, everybody was like, Oliver's like, I'm still in negotiations, man. Like, I'm telling them to get rid of it. They can make money right now. We get, we can get it sold. Because they were just sitting there collecting, <laughs> collecting dust, you know? Yeah, I know. I, I think I was messaging uh, Oliver almost every day. But the, the thing was, I knew, uh, I knew, we knew the prices which uh, Eric paid for the first We did, yeah. We, 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 yeah we definitely knew. And he's, <laughs> so, uh, I knew the value uh, for the gun for Universal, and then for the second gun, they charged uh, almost a thousand. Yeah, they charged thousand dollars more. Yeah, which, which was, is a lot of money. Yeah, which so, is no bueno. Yeah, uh, it was I, good. 
<coughs> I told him I can buy it for the original no price, or uh, otherwise I will have to pass on that. So uh, yeah, I and nobody, it, uh, nobody, nobody was touching it. Nobody was even looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's such a big heavy item. It's, it's, it's just a big mark. It's, it's, it's large. So. Yeah, how, how the hell are you, how the hell are you going to store it? Or the funny thing it? is, we we used to hold those backstage because they used to take them off the robots for for maintenance because they had to fix the fix the sparkers and stuff. And they would be sitting inside mm-hmm. the glass machine room, like our huge glass machine room, where you wash the glasses. And we would just play with them. We would just pick up the heads and play with the you know seventies. We would just play around. the stupid things we did there. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so I, sad. Perhaps it's better not to tell me what everybody. No, did. it's now. It's now. It's now. <laughs> I mean, now it's you know, with the building closed, none of us can be fired for what I'm going to say. It's all you know. We used to like they used to good text used to like have them and they used to set them up and we used to just you know hold them in our arms and just carry them around take photos with them you know and the parts we had the head in our you know put the head in you know like you know, Romeo and Juliet to be or not to be <laughs> you know we used to do some folks with the text would be working on it I remember one of the texts he put the head on wrong and it was kind of squeaking the one like hey the head's not straight he goes ah whatever nobody will notice. <laughs> We're like one of the one of the one of the executives comes walking because he loves the show and he's like, "Hey, how come Robot Three had the heads all cockeyed?" Oh yeah, I thought nobody would notice. Like, it's like you better you better get that head adjusted, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad well, we I'm glad we got what we got. But you know, it was such a pain in the ass. I think the last thing that popped up uh, was the exit bins finally, because they finally pulled those up on the floor from the exit, and those were going for like five hundred. I forget. Uh, you mean the exercise from? Uh... No, no, the the bins, the actual glasses bins. Oh, the glasses bins. They were uh, four hundred dollars, and I think they reduced them to three hundred. No way, man! I, when I got somebody tweeted at me that are like, but, like, what do you think? And I'm like, no. The the first price, the, the initial price was four hundred dollars for a single bin. Yeah. And that's for a, for a bin that just collects 3D glasses. Yeah, yeah, pick... Not nothing Cyberdyne on it or Terminator related. Nothing or related. Anything that it it could be just a generic uh, prop or uh, decoration. It, it's a lot of money. But also with with the uh, the triangular Cyberdyne logo, the, the the decoration, the display that was in the the Cyber. That image, one took uh, forever for me four. to get. It. I kept asking them and asking them like, "What are you going to remove? How much is it going to be?" And they're like, "We don't know yet. We don't know." Yet. I'm like, "Well, let me know. Here's my number. Like, let me know." And then finally, when it popped up and I got tweeted, Oliver messaged me, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that's too much. That's that's a, that's a fifteen hundred dollar. Yeah, not even not even. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't justify it. And I said, "What do you think?" And you go, "That's too much." Um. But you ended up making much. out. You ended up making out in the longer run. Like once you know the thing was done, and you were like, "I can't really tell you about what I found," but I found it, and you finally released it on your own page. Um, you finally got your your wish. You finally completed. Oh it. yeah! Oh yeah! 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 We can talk about it. It's yeah, we can now. Yeah, we can talk. I that, that I was waiting for um, the to finish up end up about the gun so I can next uh, next uh, look yeah. to the let's, let's finish to the, the my, 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 my grill because the, I I like I said I bought the gun and the gun is so heavy and so large that it's very hard to display it in a nice way. But eventually after two years I managed to buy uh, a full uh, or almost full two seventy robot which did not have a gun. So in the end 
I have a, a separate gun and a separate uh, robot unit, and I can combine them. So I almost have a full uh, 270 robot now, or at least the, the shell. I still have to um, make the, the, the map of skeleton. Yeah, the interior. I saw them getting taken apart years ago, and they would. This is when they would do like yearly maintenance or monthly maintenance, and one of them would just take it offline, and you could see all the techs working on it. I was like, "Geez, that's that's like crazy heavy," and they're like, "It's heavy, it's insane." You know, it took like three technicians just to take it apart. Yeah, and it, it, uh, if not for the heavy gun, it could be a very simple structure uh, underneath. But because the the gun is so damn heavy, you have to have a, a heavy metal construction just for the weight uh, of the gun. Yeah, I would say either use a little, like aluminum or steel, like steel bar, or you know, do it out of do it over that. But like, it's crazy when like I saw all the parts finally, and like, listen, this is this is something I never imagined I have, but it's so damn heavy. Because you mm-hmm. weren't really thinking when you were taking photos of it from behind and the side. You know, the days we were closing, and everybody was there. And they're like, oh, we can leave it up for a leave, we'll leave it up and so you can get photos. Everybody was helping you out, getting photos from behind it, yeah, in front yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Sawyer took photos, Mark took photos for you. Somebody else wanted the tech. They said, he did he get photos of the, this side? I went, I think he did. And they're climbing up on top of the robot for you, taking the photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan, everybody helped me out. Yeah. But w- when you look at the guns, you think, oh, there must be uh, some, some hollow casting, uh, not much inside, oh, yeah. perhaps, uh, b- because. Have some some heat for the gas, the 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 fire, uh, the sparkers or something. Yeah, and yeah, but yeah, that just uh, I cannot turn around because that's really heavy. Well, you don't realize how heavy you know fiberglassing no. is. Fiberglassing is like when I grabbed the chest piece. Um, I was packing up the box when Maurice finally we said okay. Mm. We had the film canister because the film canister, my girlfriend, that was the first thing we found, and she goes, she's oh. walking up, she's like. Does that guy? She doesn't. She knows who you are now. But she was like, "Does the guy from uh, Netherlands, Maurice, is his name?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, you know what these are." And she took a photo, and I said, "I don't have the money right now because I'm not getting paid. Can you can you grab it?" And she was like, "You owe me dinner." And I was like, "Okay, whatever. Just grab, just grab it." <laughs> so I had to make a deal with my girlfriend. And luckily, I she's like, "Well, can, do you know what that means?" And I said, "Yeah, I do. It means left screen, left eye. You know, so left screen." She's like, "And what just closed down?" I was like, "I already texted you," and you're like, "I was like, what do you think?" And you're like. Smart girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you have a smart girlfriend because only she would know. Nobody else noticed. Because she's looking. Well, I think I think there were two cans at that moment, and one did sell uh, just before you were saying. So I you think it did, but one, it, had, it had no, no signage, though. It had nothing that said. Yeah, no signage, yeah. yeah. And you said, I, I don't want anything that doesn't say T2, but can, can you prove to me that it was in there? I said, they would bring those prints in left and right, and that was the first prop. You know, yeah, it was the very first prop, and up till that moment, uh, I don't know. I think it was by the end of 2017, that's December when, yeah, uh, when this came available. So I had to jump in at at least the, the opportunity to own a single item from the show, yeah, exactly. even if it does not screen terminate. Oh, it was definitely, it was definitely in the building, and she goes, "What would store yeah. that?" I said, "They would. That's actually real film. They would literally. That's probably one of the store canisters because they used they used real canisters. They would probably stick that mm-hmm. on the you know rooms, and they would hold it there, and then it would pull out because the the, the film I, got so destroyed so many times. I I put that can to good use. I saw. I, if you know, I met, I was able to buy the the, the seventy millimeter film. And it came only, I, I see uh, of those uh, wheels, 
and I only had one can, so I used uh, the other uh, can that you bought for me for the, the other uh, film. Yeah. And I managed to track down another uh, can before the, the third uh, video into it. So in the end, uh, it still has uh, the Terminator uh, film uh, inside. That's crazy. But like to get back to it, yeah, so like the fiberglass, when I first packed this first box, um, I mean, I was very concerned because I never shipped anything to the Netherlands because I'm like, oh crap. I mean, I put, like, so much packing material in there, and I'm, like, I was super gluing stuff, to, you know, there and r- wrapping it up so damn good. And Oliver gave me, like, a huge thing of bubble wrap. He was, like, here, keep bubble wrapping it and packing everything correctly because I was, like, I don't want this to get, like, stolen or robbed or whatever. And, yeah. You know. And the chest and piece was heavy, though. It was a good, it was good yeah. few pounds. I don't know. I don't know the weight, but it, uh, it was heavy. Yeah. But the signs, the signs were also heavy. They were, yeah. Heavy. I put those on the bottom, yeah. and I said, yeah, because I was my my mailman can't take them off because I did a uh, USB and USPS to take up. My mailman's thinking, okay, I put like I think I put a good hefty weight on there just in case he comes up and he's you, you know he he works out and he's just like, oh cool, Ollie's got a package. It's going to like whatever, and he scans it for the you know the you know to go to the customs agent and all that stuff. He's thinking it's heavy as hell. He picks it up. He's like, oh, there's nothing. There's nothing in here. He's thinking like 60, 70 pounds. He goes, there's nothing in here. I saw him the next day. He goes, oh, your package got picked up. Just want to let you know. I said, yeah, I saw it in the tracking system. He goes, you said it was like 50 pounds. I said, I, I didn't know. I didn't have a scale to you know, weigh it. I said, it felt heavy enough. Yeah. It, it was heavy. Yeah. And even you can pack it very well, but doing transport it can get smashed and crazy. Oh, yeah. I and even, so and even if it survives the trip, then at customs he will pick it up. They might open it, and they might. God, be, I was so uh, worried. I was so worried about that. Not so, I, never, not I, so I wrote so much stuff so. on it. I wrote, you know, what it was in, and you know what they would find, and you know, like the, the gun was the one thing. But you don't, like you said, the the weight of you know finally making your robot and looking at all of it, and not realizing, oh my God, that gun is a real big you know centerpiece. But just being on its own axis is so damn heavy, and you didn't really even you yeah. don't, you don't notice that. I, I I should should somehow uh, measure the weight of the gun, but I I still have to see to look how because I don't know, don't think it will fit in my um, I don't know the English word for the to to take the measurement. Oh yeah, I, I got dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, not dimension. The the of scale. Uh, oh, you the, can, you uh, can you, you can, you can step on it, and it will give you your own weight. Oh, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know the English. Gotcha, scale, yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't even know if the, the ounces would be, or the, the weight would be of it. Because it's, it's all differently, the way they would place it on a scale, and they would get, like, okay, it's eight ways this many grams on this thing, or just this many ounces on this, you know, mm-hmm. this side of it. So, not even I knew. We we, we, we picked them up backstage with one arm, and everybody's like, oh, they weren't that heavy. I'm like, the, the Orlando ones weren't that heavy. I was picking it up with two hands and just curling it. You really need two arms just to carry it because the yeah, dimensions yeah. are yeah, it wasn't large. Really, I mean, I I picked them up off the because we were told one day we had to move them because they were sitting on top of the the glass machine. I don't know why they were there. They were just sitting there. I guess why they were ready for maintenance or one of the guys because they had no room backstage because they would work on the targets and they would work on stuff like that. And how the mm-hmm. targets worked is they had like a little mechanism in it to chop the paper up and the paper would drop and stuff like that. So you'd see all those being worked on. Um, because I remember one of the target pieces fell, almost hit a guest, one of the pieces that would kind of flop down and then go back up, the mechanism, uh, it broke off and then almost, it fell into the crowd, it fell near one of the robots, and one of the, one of our guys picked it up and went, oops, and brought it backstage, 
and they're like, okay, no more, no more target shaking. So that's how bad the building was falling apart. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's talking about the building and uh, the construction and everything they're doing at the moment. It was said that Universal would open a new show in 2019. Uh, it doesn't look like it will be happening this year. Do you know if it's been uh, postponed? So it's been... Here's what I can say, and here's what I kind of do know. I've been talking with a lot of my friends that are commissioning it, because it's still kind of a, one of the biggest secrets. We really... What Mark said recently, and a lot of us have said recently, Universal has been keeping this one of the biggest secrets. Uh, no, no, man, they just... We were told... It was supposed to be announced on a few months ago when they announced Epic Universe, which is their new newest theme yeah. park. Yeah, and then yeah. we were told, mm-hmm. like, hey, it's going to be announced when um, Star Wars Land opens up, Galaxy's Edge opens up in, in, in Disney World. Nothing was said. Yeah. And my friend said to me, he goes, it's, it's been a cluster fuck because it's just been like, okay, this team's going to be leading first, and entertainment comes in, and this person does this. And... They haven't announced what the show title is. They haven't announced what it really is. They haven't announced... It's just... They've been behind schedule. And it's been like, okay, well, later this year. Mm, no, not later this year. It looks like maybe later in January. And so it, it's... Because, like, I got brought over to uh, the Horror Makeup Show recently. Because my boss was like, hey, I, I want to put you back over in that area. Because I want to see you get first um, dibs on getting back over there. Would you want to? And I said... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm still thinking that. I'm like, do I, do I really want to go back to a show? I'm kind of used to getting used to working at a ride where it's more comfortable. There's more things to do. It's more you can walk around more. Um, I might still go back, but we're thinking. From what I heard the other day, it, it looks like later this year. I'm thinking maybe, maybe January, maybe March, maybe early that time. But it. Because it looks about almost completed, but they're now they're, they're, they're doing test cycles and cycling and stuff like that. And there's a funny photo yeah. I have to send over to you because it's still showing up as Terminator up on a, on a scheduling thing. Which I, okay. I started because laughing. I think, the, 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 at least what I would expect, the last thing you would uh, have to do uh, before opening uh, a opening show is the front. The, the facade. Yeah, and that's the because thing. That is what that is what is will be your uh, your sign. It will advertise the the, the, the right to attract people. Yeah, and they were they had some. Uh, they are working on the facade uh, as we speak. So yeah, I really somehow don't know. it still feels they're in the, the final stage of. They're in the final uh, stage, but it's, it's, it seems very incomplete. Still, it seems like they're very. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why they're so hush hush about it. Uh, everybody, everybody, and their mothers like. Why are they being so quiet about it? Like, why aren't they getting us excited for it? And my my guess, honestly, is Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious kind of took a big dip, so it's kind of like, uh, do we bite off more than we can chew? Or they really, uh, really messed up with financing with the company because they really wasted a lot of money with Fast and the Furious. Um, yeah, I, but on the other hand, after Fast and the Furious, they had an, uh, a new uh, ride for Harry Potter, Hagrid's ride. That, uh, yeah, which which which. Seems to be quite good. I'm only hearing positive things about it. Oh, it's great! Yeah, it, I can literally say about that ride. I mean, well, I can tell you a funny part about the, the new show in Hagrid's. So I was told the other day, as one of my commissioning friends came over, and they were kind of talking with my supervisor, and they said, and they kind of whispered, and they're like, "Well, we do know what the the name is, but I can't really, I can't say it." But Hagrid's wasn't really supposed to be Hagrid's motorbike motorbike mystical creatures adventure. It was supposed to be like. 
something else. But they, apparently they were sitting there like with three different names and they couldn't kind of figure it out. So they kind of said blah, 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 blah. And, that, and that's what it became. The new name for the venue, which I'm still not allowed to say, but it's kind of of that nature. And he goes, can you think of a couple words? And I went, uh, maybe. And he goes, it doesn't. And I whispered it in my ear. I went, oh, man. He whispered the last part of what it would be. Is it supposed to be? And I'm like, oh, really? Really? He goes, think of an 80, 80s name. Like something so cliche. And I went, oh, God, really? That's the last part of the name? He goes, that's what they're thinking about. And I went, oh, God. So with Hagrid, that's kind of uh, like the, their name was kind of like that, too. They didn't really know what they wanted. And that's when it became this long name. So okay. I'm just like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm I, I'll, I will we'll probably talk off, off pod, but. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, I can't really say on, on pod. But yeah, oh, it, no, no, don't worry. You should not say things you are not allowed. Yeah, to I'm not really allowed so. to say. But it's a it's a really '80s '80s term, and it, I was just like, really, they're gonna go with that long of a word? That's too long. But we'll see. We don't even know if that's gonna be the actual name of it. We're just told like, hey. But yeah, it's been really hit, hit or hit or miss. And even I said to somebody the other day, I went. Why is it so quiet? Like, why are they saying it? Like, getting us excited for it and ready for it. And it's supposed to be this new action-packed show and things. And what I do know, it's going to be very yeah. cool. I did, I did see some engineering stuff, and I was like, oh, that's going to be pretty neat. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot better than T2. Um, there's going to be a lot of new things that even I'm just like, wow, I can't wait to kind of see it. And You you, you think it will be an improvement? I think it will be an improvement. It's what I've what I've seen from okay. the, the engineering side of it, and I've heard. I haven't been in the building yet. I've just what I've seen from engineers and stuff, and I've been told they said it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. It's gonna be something we we really really something. And I went that that's good to hear. It's gonna be a bit improvement. It's gonna be something. Um, how long the long okay. long longevity is it? It's gonna be. I I'm not sure because there's always usually that you. It's like. The Star Wars land lately has been it's been up and then it when it opened here in Orlando it just dropped. And sadly we had to drop our annual passes for Disney because the prices have been going up and up and up and up and it just didn't fit mm -hmm. our budget this year and we're like, Oh, it doesn't fit in our budget, so we just can't do it. Um We're we're getting, you know, charged the same amount as Florida residents as people from you know okay. out of seas, so it's like, whoa, or overseas. And uh, you know, even uh the Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood has kind of suffered attendance wise because Disney is just spending money, spending money, spending money and they're not yeah. they're not recouping it in a way so they're like, let's put it in theme park tickets and you know, Orlando uh Universal same thing. It's their prices are kinda eh, but they're kind of working on how they can make it better for guests because we keep telling them like lower the prices for a little bit, you know, and get guests on certain days. You know, you'll yeah. improve your attendance at the same time and all you're gonna buy drinks or gonna buy food so you'll still make money that way, you know? You don't have to lower your food yeah. prices, but your attendant prices you need to lower because um, that's what gets people in the door. How long are they going to stay? Who knows? Probably how the whole day, half the day. People want they want to see the park. They want to have some fun, but they don't want to spend uh, $300. No. You know, they'd rather spend, you know, the seventy nine ninety nine. Oh, on a Wednesday. Okay. One, yeah. one day a month. Okay. A really people, everybody in their grandmother would be here. All the tours would be like $79 for one. And I'm in, you know, and then they'll go ahead and they'll buy all the Harry Potter merchandise or et cetera, merchandise. And you make yes. all your money from there, and that's how you do it. But Universal's kind of at least you have some good attendance. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like Universal's and, kind of learning that too, and they're like, oh, we really kind of." I think Disney right now. They I heard recently this has nothing to do with Terminator, but they did fire their or she stepped down their executive of uh, Galaxy's Edge because of press pricing or something like that happened. So 
It's a good area. I have heard, I've heard Galaxy Ads is, is, is a disappointing in revenue for uh, Disney at the moment. It is. It's, it's very beautiful it's when you walk in. I have some video. It's generating a, the crowd today would have liked it. No, it's not. And the thing is, I think it's not people that are... It's not much to see. It was open like one ride, you know, the... the uh, Smugglers run the, the the ride you get on, and you can pilot. You can either pilot, or you can be a gunner, or you can be an engineer. Those are the three spots you could do. But after that, it was like there's nothing to do. There's nothing you do. A shop. You can try the food. Yeah, but that that that's also how it started for Harry Potter at Universal. Yeah. At first, you you just had one uh, ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, or two, uh, forbidden two journey, yeah. You would have the Forbidden Journey and, and the, the other uh, Dragon the other Challenge. Hagrid, uh, ride. Yeah. It was a but dragon. You had, uh, you had the whole uh, diagonal uh, alley and all the the, 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 the town of Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm not really into the Harry Potter lore. No, I, I, I can I can feel you on that one. Yeah, when I walk in that area, everybody's like, what do you like to do? I'm like, I like to see the shows. There's a, lot, a few things to do inside the shops that you don't really know about. Um, there's yeah, a lot. but it's, it's mostly, uh, aside from those two uh, rides, it was mostly theming. Yeah. And eventually, uh, Universal started to add another park in the other park and it's connected by train yeah. and then they added another uh, ride and it keeps expanding and it, it might be the same case for Galaxy and yeah. it's also one ride it's mostly teaming and you're exactly you're ima- exactly ima- right. imagining life in a Star Wars uh, universe and they could also expand it uh, to the next yeah you're exactly I mean the one thing everybody's looking for is to the Rise of the Resistance ride and I haven't heard much about that I think it was on Good Morning America here which is a, a show here in the States um, and they were kind of showing behind the scenes of what that's going to be like and that's supposed to be like a 40 minute ride I'm like wait what 40 minutes Jesus I'm like you'd have to go to the bathroom first and then go on like but everybody's like well how was the Falcon ride I'm like it was cool it was great I mean I, I loved it um, the food was good the milk was okay. wasn't milk. It was more like a slushy. Um, the pricing was yeah good, but the, these theme parks, man, are just especially Disney in general. Disney's really taken the hit because they're overcharging for everything. It's like let's more money, more money. It's like that's not how you drive attendance. That's not how you really make money. But somebody asked me about the same thing with with Terminator. Do you think you know that was the problem when Terminator closed? I'm gonna get back on subject. Um, was that the problem with Terminator? Because there were days where you guys weren't getting the counts. You, the, the building could hold 708 um, yeah. per show. We were hitting that on certain days. We were hitting that, you know, some days in the mornings it was packed. Like first show was, you know, a full 600, you know, which is good. You know, our standards would be around 300. We, we started during mid-year, you know, once we knew it was kind of slowing down, you know, It'd be like three hundred. Okay, stick them in the middle of the road. Don't tell them to go all the way, all the way across. They don't need to. So we guess we'd get better experience where the fog was hitting. You know, the LN two was hitting them and stuff like that. Lasers were hitting properly and stuff like that. So they'd get a better experience. But somebody asked me. They said, you know, every day. Oh, are you guys closing? Are you guys closing? Are you guys closing? I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know how you're hearing but those those closing robots. They have left on for many years, and I, I think. When Terminator Salvation was released uh, in theaters in 2009, it already uh, prolonged the life of Terminator 2 3D because back then there were already serious rumors of the show closing. Yeah. And then in uh, 2015, there was a Terminator Genesis, and in November 2015, like you said, the show got upgraded with more uh, Genesis uh, content. Yeah. The, the, the pre-show uh, got an update with better special effects and even mentioning of 
the Genesis uh, project. Yeah, well, I can, I can speak about that now. I, like the, I said, I walked into a meeting that morning and I was told, you know, I can say it because it's, it's no longer, it's null and void. But there were so many engineers and managers that are laser measuring everything and they're like, oh, well, this is going to be this and this. And they, said, they looked at me, you go, you didn't hear a thing. I went, yes, sir. But now that it's closed, I can say, yeah, we, we were planning on doing Genesis. What happened with the Genesis thing is uh, somebody from production, I think it was Warner Brothers or one of the, one of the production companies who made the movie. I might be totally off. Um, apparently, they didn't cross the T's and dot the I's in the contract. They were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we, we didn't give you guys the rights to use this. You know, and Universal went, oops. We thought, no, we, we, we didn't say yes. You know, so take that out. So they had to go through the whole entire pre-show and take the Genesis stuff out. They got to keep the music, and they got to keep them, like, because apparently that was all generic. I guess they made that. Some gentleman uh, in tech services made the uh, Cyberdyne logo in 3D that would spin. Yeah. Apparently, that like, I saw the original, like, they had a, inside the, when you walk through the queue, they had the video all set up, and then that looked really cool. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And the guy was like, you can watch it, but you can't take any videos. I'm like, yeah, that's that's fine, that's fine. Like, I don't want to get fired. But they... Did they completely make a new uh, video? They completely made a, a whole new video. Yeah. They had it playing. Uh, they were testing out the audio, like all this new audio, and uh, that did, that only lasted like a day because they, no guests have ever ever seen that. So apparently they were planning on it, and then it was taken out immediately. It was on a computer chip, and they took it right out. So it was like night and day. Uh, Genesis was only in yeah, the building for like a two days. Because for most people, they they know the show and visit uh, frequently. Uh, the, you had the old uh, uh, Q show, yeah, the, the very outdated promo uh, video, the CDYN, and... yeah, indeed. And then suddenly it went to just like I call it uh, a boring, yeah, and it don't, rot- don't, don't, rotating Cyberdown logo. I actually it, got busted it, it, for that on YouTube. See, so, uh, not the the audio in the beginning of the building. I got busted from YouTube from using the audio because I kept quiet for a few minutes, and the algorithm from Google was like, "You can't use that." I'm like, well, I wrote them back, like, fighting it. I'm like, it's public domain. It's in a public building. Anybody can record this, you know? Well, you can't use it. I'm like, I'm like, well. <laughs> but it, well, from there, it went into this this really weird sound. I think I got it on the audio, uh, what it sounds like. It's yeah, very yeah. generic. It's, 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 more, it's more like from kind of a heartbeat. I don't know how it's called. It's called it's, uh, it's a Humming, humming sound. Yeah, yeah bum, 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 bum. It, 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 it has a uh, more threatening thing. Yeah, it's kind of like your bump. Uh, I don't know. But then they turned it into an expo, and it, it was a Cyberdown Expo. What the hell is a Cyberdown Expo? You know? The one side I don't know but, what, what happened but, to it was yeah. the Miles Bennett Dyson. Somebody else said, what the hell did that? Somebody asked me about it. They go, where the hell did that sign go? I said, I don't know. I said, I can't even find it anywhere. We tried finding it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think there are more signs that somehow went missing and nobody knows about it. Yeah. It, it happens when the show closed in Hollywood and it, it must have happened to in Orlando. Yeah. It just seems to happen. But, uh, going back to the subject of, uh, the 2015 update with Genesis, mm-hmm. do you know if they had intentions, and uh, if you can talk about it, just uh, say so, but do you know if they had, had intentions to change the main show? And include uh, the cast of Terminator Genesis, Amelia Clark, and all those. That was you know, that, that's Netflix. that's a good one because they. But, when I walked in, I walked in on a meeting, and I, I don't know the whole entire meeting. I just walked into all these engineers and all these technicians talking about the stage being redone, uh, the T70s being redone, 
new projectors being they're planning on putting in digital projectors in which are super super expensive um because the one thing that we knew um we knew something was going on we didn't know if they were going to elevate the show i believe they were planning on making a new movie they were planning on making kind of a new style show um nothing was said about the actors being taken away or you know like that so i i think they were planning on adding keeping the same stage but just updating um updating the main show into like the robots stuff like that the projectors because i, I don't really know if they were, I, I might be completely off on this. I wasn't really there for the whole meeting. Like I said, I walked in one morning and all these engineers were sitting there. And I was like, I had to, you clock in, you got to do your job. You know, you're the, the company's paying you to do your job. So if you're not working, yeah. they're going to yell at you for not working. So here I walk in, the lights, the house lights are all on, which you can see the whole entire, Maurice got to see it all lit up. And you can see how dirt, dirty it was, you know, with the lights, <laughs> the lights on. You see all the, you know, years of just dirt, you know, we could clean it, but it's the problem with hours, you know, cleaning it still doesn't do it justice with how many guests coming in. But what they were planning on doing is they were planning on updating the projectors. Uh, they were going to update the sound system. Um, they updated the lighting board. So they were updating all the lighting. And they were updating. They were talking about updating the stage, but I don't know what, what how far they were going to go with the stage. They were planning. They were, they were talking about doing some rugs. They were talking about doing the floor. Um, and I think it all just came down to budget. Like, you know, because all that stuff, like they said they had so much, they had so much budget. They were planning on getting everything done. Um, and then our boss came up to him and said, hey, we, we might be updating. You guys might be out of a, not out of work. What they do is what Universal does is they're going to complain on update. Anybody who works for the venue, they get either taken, they can take uh, vacation time. If they have vacation time built up, or if you don't have vacation time built up, you go to another venue um, and you stay there and you get to work, you know, work your hours and you go home and do your thing. So they were planning on doing some updates. I don't know, because they were, they were measuring the robot pits and I don't know what the hell they were doing with that, but. That's as far you think as they, they went to, you think they were about to change the T seventeen robot? Yeah, because they were they were measuring them. They were literally measuring all the poles and all the lighting. I think they were planning on like updating all the new facade. because um, they they were talking about a lot of money. This guy was one of the engineers I was talking with because he, he walked past me and he goes, What do you think he goes, What do you think about having an update? And I went, We're updating and he goes, mm, Yeah. And I went, Oh, like and then when I went to go to the pre-show area, which nobody's in there, you know, you go in and technic yeah. the technicians are testing everything because you got to do a building test to make sure everything's functioning before guests come in because if something's not right, you know, you don't want somebody panicking and freaking out. And that's when I saw all the new, you know, we already had projected new projectors put in the DLP projectors because the original monitors were about uh, $1,700 a piece. Um, I walked in one day and the, these engineers were standing there and they went, oh, these, these screens are just horrible. And. We just can't keep using these screens. They're costing us too much money. And I kind of opened my mouth one year and I said, you know, y'all should go with projectors. Because I ended up buying a projector for my, my house, for my home theater. And they're like, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing, actually. You know, we're planning on putting projectors back there. That's a good thought, you know. Right now we're looking at a company or, you know, I think it was Optical or um, Olympus or one of the companies they were look, looking at to get a price. And But I saw the new the new pre-show video. And once I heard Genesis, I started freaking because the music sounded weird, too, because they updated all that. And then a day after, yeah. I got to walk into the queue, and I heard I, I was in the early morning, you know, and, and a technician was there, and he was having his laptop, and he was playing the new video for the the queue. And then somebody goes, "Hey, you can't use that or whatever." And so I don't know about the main show being updated. I do know that the new the robot pits were going to be redesigned, the projectors are going to be put in, and they're planning on doing some other things, but I don't know how much their budget entailed. 
Now, to say if they were going to update the main I, show video, I have no idea. I, I don't know the inside information, and I, I can only speak for myself mm -hmm. and from the rumors I have heard. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I really don't know if they were uh, attempting to change uh, the main show. It somehow sounds logical to me, but thing I have heard with, uh, was the reason that eventually this change did not completely uh, go through is, like you mentioned, for the, the pre-show video, they did not have the rights uh, for Genesis and all the other stuff. So they had to remove that. But also uh, what I have heard, and I don't know if it's true, but in the pre-show video, they uh, uh, edited in some new footage to, to make it more uh, nowadays with with all the, the current tech stuff. Yeah, and they used uh, several, or anyway, they used images or footage from uh, Getty's images, and they did not have the rights to do that. So after that uh, video, they had, uh, and it was found out by uh, Getty's images or anyone who contacted them, uh, they had to pay for uh, the, the license to uh, to be able uh, to use uh, that uh, stock footage. So. Oh, wow. A lot yeah, of, that would, a lot that would, that the, would make the, sense. A lot of the budget that they still had left for uh, making the changes uh, in perhaps the, the main show video or the, the stage or, or whatever, that uh, went to just uh, for the actual licensing of the Getty Images uh, material. I don't know if and that's... After that, that's what I have heard. I don't yeah, know if it's true. I don't really think that's actually the truth of it. There was one thing I'm going to really bring up for everybody because we, during our, our few months, even before we were ready to update, uh, they kept saying, hey, we bought a new project. Like they, they said they bought a few new things and they were like, oh, we're waiting on the new projectors, waiting on new projectors. Um, because we had a, one of the films, the film we had from Japan because uh, the main footage, Maurice was there and he, I could actually point it out to him. Um, I missed work by, I think, a few minutes. I was just coming in from my shift and... One of the actors was telling me, um, Ben, who was one of our McCast A Terminator, looks exactly like Arnold, one of the nicest guys. Don't go looking for him, but he's a sweetheart guy. Uh, was telling me, I was walking backstage, grabbing some cup of coffee, and he goes, Ali, Ali, I went, what? He goes, were you here a few minutes ago? I said, no, I wasn't. He goes, have you ever seen Gremlins? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, do you remember the movie scene? You know, when they're in the theater and, and the film catches fire? I said, yeah. He goes, that just happened. I went, oh? Everybody, everybody was telling me about it. So apparently, when the film main film was going, uh, it actually got a little, it got super super bright, and then it burned because the film was so old or the projector was too hot. It just burned, and it just kind of they had smoke coming out of the main projector screen, the main projector window, and they're like, "Whoa, we gotta stop it!" Yeah. So everybody was saying it looked like the Gremlins for a few minutes, and they had to replace some of the film with uh, Japan footage, the Japan reel that they had, um, because we weren't digital at the time. Um, don't ask me why, but this is one reason why I was hearing, even with the and update. The, oh, go ahead. The, the Japan uh, film is digital then? I don't know if it's digital. I'm not sure, but I do know we got a lot of footage from Japan, even the, the main screen. I don't know how, what, you, what you purchased, but I was told a couple times from our uh, AV team, because they went up there a lot to work on it. They were like, oh, that's not that's not the original footage. I went, what is it? They go, so why, why does it do that? They go, that's Japan. Like that's that's we had to we had to cut it, and the guy the guy stopped it and he showed like showed us because we're sitting there during a test test screening, and he goes that's Japan's footage right there. I went, oh, he goes watch carefully, 
and I'm watching it, and it's switching ratios, and I'm like, what the hell? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, we, after the little incident with the projector, we have to cut it down, and then it has to flip in. And yeah, I'm like, oh. And, and then they kind of were like, yeah, it happens. We had to, you know, because we, we had, I think that the, the second reel that we had, that was from Hollywood, because they grabbed Hollywood's film. And Hollywood's film was kind of degraded anyway. So we had issues with that, too. But then there was a big problem with our, our 3d because we went with another 3d manufacturer for our glasses and um this is what i do i do know because i was getting called out daily and hourly for it hey your 3d sucks hey your 3d is at a sink hey your 3d is at... i'm like I, I got it i got it so we had to we got a call from our head department who runs the park and then we get to tell we got to tell them and they're like okay we're getting a lot of complaints about the terminator's 3d messing up one of our heads of our park operations people who are high up he's you know second in command he walks in he watches it a couple times and he looks at me and i can't get his name out unfortunately but um he walks in he watches the show a couple times and he goes he goes it's, it's rubbish it's just rubbish it's garbage he goes i he's like uh we talked to av yeah we talked to av and i so i told him so i was cleaning the theater lights all house lights all turn on he goes don't load the door not loading the next show we're gonna bring somebody else and take a look so they had AV, which is these head AV people that work on this during the night. They're watching if the lights off, lights on, and they go, "Oh, it's just we're doing the best we can." So apparently, the 3D was going to cost us more money to fix than it was for the budget, and that was a big, no way, we're not going to fix it. Um, I don't know about the. Yeah, Getty. I think also the, the film from Japan. It's not, I think, only the ratio aspect. It's the frame rate. Yeah. Japan has the same frame rate as Europe here. Yeah. We have 25 frames a second, and uh, the United States of America uses 29. Uh, 29 to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Around 30. About 30. I think it was a 29.9 FPS per second, and we're talking, and and so uh, eventually it, it starts to mismatch the the, the portions with. It was be- it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this is before, yeah. This is before like we even were talking about closing down. Like we were supposed to, we were, t- we were testing on new vendors. We were testing on new glasses, and that that's you know the glasses were about nineteen cents a pair, about twenty cents a pair, and uh, you know our bosses would come in and they're like watching the show during the morning, and they're like, "Hey, the three D is off again." Oh, it's the three D could not stay in sync at all. The guests were complaining they were getting. I don't know. A few people got sick. One guy got up and he goes, "I can't watch. It's just so blurry." You know, it's 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 so out of sync. Uh, the only ones that were kind of in sync were the left and right screens, not the main. The main screen was horrible. I mean, even I was watching. Yeah, it. that. And the main screen is just where the, the main movie t- happens. Yeah, and I was, I was watching it, and then our our, our main manager came. Oh. You know, he's you know, head of park operations, second in command. He walks in. I go, "Are we talking about updating this at all?" And he goes, "Right now." Uh, to do the digital conversion is 1.5 million. I went, whoa! He went 1.5 million dollars. Yes. I went, oh, that's not good. He goes, no, it's not good. We're trying to get other quotes, but right now we're getting 1.5 million, not thousand million. And I went, Jesus! I said that's just for the con- yeah. conversion. I was like, "Wow!" It was really expensive. Yeah, I, and, 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 uh, I, I have, I, I have, I'm still trying to get my uh, film reels into digital because uh, in Europe we don't have a lot of time to really need a projector. Yeah, I still have not been able to watch it. But even uh, converting those two reels into 4K video is already something like uh, 2,000 
Doma. Oh no way, man! I, I, yeah, I would freak out. I would freak. Yeah, that's why. That's why I still have not converted it because <laughs> it's just a, sh- a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm still um, thinking of uh, work around for it, but uh, and I also don't know if there's any audio on it. I cannot discover it on the um, film script. I don't think there would be any audio. Be. I think there would be a whole separate file. Yeah, I think so. And from what I can see, it's only the the the, uh, the two panels are of the main screen portion. Uh, portion. So I'm also missing the the, the right and the left screen video. Ah, uh, okay. That's yeah, also I have, something to keep I have no idea where you got that film. I was like, how the hell did he get? I was like, he's good. <laughs> he's, he's eBay. Good. Oh, eBay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I still have, I, for, for years, I, I get daily, I think about 20 uh, emails a day from just daily eBay results only for Terminator TCD. And all the different kind of ways it can be written. TCD, Terminator Universal, Terminator TCD, all those kinds, worldwide, Europe. So those things pop up every morning in my mailbox. Oh, wow. But yeah, I think the, the biggest factor, I, I've heard, been heard about the Getty images, but yeah, what I do know is the 3D, once they decided to try to update it, they were like, there was no way. I think when they said they were done, it was almost about $2 million, and they said there's no way they were doing it, and that was a big no-no. And I I think that, that, was, a, that was the final kick in the coffin, because, nail in the coffin, uh, because I remember a lot, once we knew it was coming, you know, all these engineers were coming in with, you know, one guy with a his clipboard and he had his ponytail and he looked he looked just too relaxed. I've met him before. He's a nice guy and everything. He's got to do what he's got to do. But he walked in. He went. He goes, oh no 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 worries. We're just sitting there watching the show and they were taking notes on their notepads and their notebooks and and they go, yep. Do, do you do you remember when it happened that? Uh, uh, I I believe it was uh, when. The uh, I believe when well, I can't remember his name, but once the. Do you know? But do you know a year? Is it like the same it was, year? Um, so yeah. close. It was about a few months. It was uh, a year, almost to the year. So it was about, we were just about, 2016. we were just about to be told. This is when the 3D started going to shit, like really to shit. Um, yeah. I don't know about, like I said, I don't think the Getty images were anything. It was the 3D because they were getting, we were told, I went up to get services one day. They're like, hey, you need to go over to the, you need to go pick up, pick up our glasses. I went, what do you mean? They go, Go to Lost and Found. Lost and Found is in front of the park. You got to go. They have a huge back for you. So I walked behind the door. I, I hit a button. I hit a button, and they go, "Hey, so, um, you know, you need to go in, type this number in. They're gonna open a bag." So security had a bag for a huge trash bag, clear trash bag, full of our glasses. We had over like three hundred pairs of glasses, and I went, "Oh, geez, there's our glasses." So you have to count all those, you know, to make sure. Then they go back in the stock and money and stuff like that, but. Some lady was telling me they're like, yeah, you guys got like like seventy complaints together day for your three D being out of sync. I went, oh wow, that bad. She went, yeah. So they're not too happy about that. Somebody got sick. Someone yeah. said that the show was really unwatchable. Uh, they they liked they liked the live part of it, but they hated the three D. Some people would just pick up their glasses and they would just say, I'm telling you, Maurice, it was like every few, every, like you're talking about twenty shows a day. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot for most people. Um. But people were coming up to us going, hey, man, like, your 3D sucks. Okay, cool. Uh, we'd have to go to our lead, and our lead would say, hey, here's a piece of paper. Mark in the theater where they were sitting. Ask them where they were sitting. Hey, excuse me, where were you sitting? I was sitting in the middle row. Okay, what what row? Uh, I don't know, like by the robot, I think. So you'd mark that off and hand that back to the, you know, 
thing we had I, daily we would have over probably about three to four hundred complaints. You know, so I think that was finally the yeah. last nail in the coffin with them coming in saying because it, it, it could be like like I, like I said. I'm only hearing a uh, rumor. Yeah, I am not. Uh, I don't work at Universal. I don't have the insider oh, no, no, no. information. Yeah. No, so I don't. I don't blame you at all. The, I mean, the only things I hear are my my current food food until Universal proves me different. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the three D one I can I can highly verify because I was there and I got to notice a lot of it. But once we saw, I think it was a few months more in. Uh, once it started getting worse and the managers started coming in, that's when we saw the, all the engineers coming back in and taking notes, you know, watching us during the show loads. And they go, oh, no, you guys aren't in trouble or anything. We're here just to take notes. And they would just start taking notes. And once I realized, like, this is like three months uh, before close, this kid was going, he worked for an engin- the engineering side of it, I was walking backstage and he was taking measurements. And I, I was wondering who the hell was pushing my door open because I'm ready to load the next show, which is like in a few minutes. And I can't have all the doors up to me because people, you know, guests are guests and they're going to walk to places that you don't, don't need to be going to, you know. Oh, sir, I need to leave, but I, I need the bathroom. That's not the bathroom. The bathroom's actually out this way. You go this way. And I said, hey, man, like, are you okay? And he goes, oh, I work here. I'm sorry. that I'm sorry to leave the door open. Um, I'm taking laser measurements. Okay, cool. Like, so I asked him, I said, hey, man, like, what's going on? He goes, he goes well, you seem like a cool dude. Um, you're closing a fit. But I don't know. I honestly, dude, I don't know when. I'm just here to do my job. I went, okay, fair enough. I said, for real, we're closing. He said, yeah, they're planning on doing something. I don't know. You're closing. I don't know when. That's what he told me. So that one, it was like, oh shit, you know, we're closing. But I was already planning on doing. Mm-hmm. I was already planning on leaving the venue anyway. I was already planning on going to another department anyway. Um, it didn't work out, unfortunately, you know. And that's when I got told, you know, uh, you know, a few days, a month later, you know, and this is like a month later. We got told that the October 8th closing and, you know, shit just came so fast. Like, nobody was planning on it being this fast. I think they did. They just couldn't. No. I think what it was is, like, we had budget. Let's. They had. Uh, what they do is every year they get. Each department gets money from the park. So it's like, okay, you get this much money. You get this much money. You get this much money. Let's get all these things done, you know. And I think that's what it was. They had money. And they were like, okay, let's do it. And shit fell through. So they didn't even. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Because they started demolition, like, they started, and the building just sat there. It just sat there for months and months. Yeah. And, like, I remember you texting me, you're like, did anything happen yet? Have they started it? I'm like, nope. And it was, like, about a half a year, nothing. The building, I, I walked through the building by myself. I walked through the door, I, I walked through, and nobody was there. It was quiet. I kind of felt sad. I felt sad. I was like. It feels, it feels worse than, like, they did not have a plan. No, they didn't have a plan. Yet. And then, like, once they started with, you know, with the props popping up that was kind of the source of okay they're starting something and then they stopped once they started doing the props they stopped again and they were told i think somebody said one of my uh technician friends was saying hey man we got pulled over to fast and furious to finish it up because they're trying to button it up and um they were just like oh man it's there's not you know it's not good something's going on because fast and furious really they were expecting a huge jump in attendance but it really just kind of went once people found out what it was, even, yeah. even Fast and Furious got it got a rushed opening because it was so dull. Um, but that's why I'm wondering for the the, the replacement show. Uh, Universal does not mention anything about it. No, they haven't. Except it will be a Universal uh, property, uh, IP, property yeah. of them. Yeah. So if you watch how they promote uh, the other. New uh, attractions and shows they will have. 
they promoted at least half a year before it will open. They will announce that we will have that show and it will be very cool and will open uh, in the summer or whatever uh, period. But at least they promoted the marketing for us and they try to generate more uh, attendance. Yeah. But for this replacement show, nothing has been announced. It's been very, it's, it's been very coy it's, and it's, it's been so very quiet. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. And it, it's kind of, the, the, the good things that I'm hearing so far, like my friends that are commissioning it, have been very positive. They said, oh my god, it's going to be something else. And I went, that's good to hear. And I went, I was backstage uh, not too long ago, a couple months ago, and an engineer was back there and I kind of snuck over and I, because you're allowed to walk over and go through the, away, and you know I could see inside the building stuff, but then now it's all closed up. You really can't. Now it's they're they buttoned up most of the stuff, and there's things ready to go, and you know. And I walked in, and I went. The guy goes, "You really want to know what it's going to be?" I said, "I do, but I, I don't want to get fired either, and I don't want to get you fired." And he goes, "Come here," and he showed me his laptop, his, his tablet or his laptop that he had, and he showed me some stuff, which I'm still not allowed to say. Um, but I was like, "Oh wow, like that's going to be something." And then you know. Just the other day, I got told, you know, are you planning on going? Everybody keeps asking me. Whenever I walk back over to the venue, they said, are you planning on going back over? Like, what's going to happen? I said, I don't know yet. Until Universal <laughs> says otherwise, what we're doing, you know, when they're ready to take submissions, whatever, I'll go. But um, I'm glad I'm here. The, 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 the main rumor everybody's shouting for those years. It's, it's born. Everybody it's born, yeah, cool. and that's the one thing I, I can say Convinced too. Convinced it's born. Yeah, and we're don't, very don't say anything about it. But. No, they don't. They don't give any. And the one thing we're all kind of pissed about, and everybody, because like once Fast and the Furious happened, we're just like, what the hell? Like, why would you go with something that's so outdated and something you know that yeah. guests aren't really going to know? Like, let's bring them up to speed to something. And we're kind of pissed about the name. We're like, we're, we we can't confirm or deny. None of us can. And like, even when we before we even closed, like a week before. A lot of the actors were saying that. They're like, it's going to be Jason Bourne. We know it's going to be Jason Bourne. You know? That, that rumor must have come from... Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere Somebody opened something their mouths. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, again, don't say anything about it. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no it's very... Jason problem. Bourne is so... It's so um, relevant. But that's... Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the, the rumor that is going That's the rumor. That's for, it's the major rumor. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thinks it's that. We don't even know if it's that. Because I and was I'm, asked... I'm, uh, there, there were things on the forums like they had, would have a, a 360 degrees um, or uh, motion and auditorium where you can sit on in a circle or a uh, base and it would turn around so yeah, you could from what see I, from what uh, I've seen I can't confirm or deny anything I was, showed quite a, I was shown quite a bit a few months ago but I can't say much about what, what I can say I and I know I won't uh, but what I can say and what I'm very happy to hear from a lot of my friends that are working over there because they're very hushed. They're signed. They're signed contracts, so they can't say much either. But they're like, mm-hmm. it's something else. It's 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 cool. I'm like, that's good to hear. I'm glad Universal is taking time to do something new because I don't want to walk into something and be like, oh, this is good for now, but how's it going to be down the road? You know. But I'm I'm very yeah. upset with them not not getting me hyped for it. I really I really want to be excited for this, and you know. Yeah, but how can you be excited if nothing if has nothing's been there? Yeah, and you it's don't like, know I'm what to expect. What? Yeah. yeah, and I'm really I'm sitting there with how guests, you... and I'm like, they're like, what's it gonna be? Do you know? Do you know? And I'm like, I really don't know. I really wish they would kind of give us a sneak peek and let like let us get 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 you guys excited for it because 
they're not. They've been very coy about it, and the engineering side of it's been very blah, and I'm not really allowed to say much about it. I'm just, they're like, have you seen anything? I'm like, I've seen a video. I've seen, like, some stuff, but I'm not even not, – I'm not, I'm not allowed to say, you know. But, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. hearing is, is this, but I don't – I really don't know if it's this. And, you know, they're like, do you like that? I'm like, no, I, I really want to be excited for this, you know. Um, from what I, uh, from what the building size looks like, it's like holy shit because it's huge. It's double the capacity. Yeah, they have expanded expanded the whole building. Yeah, it's double capacity. I mean, both sides, double, yeah. both sides, and the rear. The rear has been extended by about twenty to forty feet. So it's huge. I'm like, whoa! Like, what are they planning? You know, that they removed the, the complete inside. If I if I what I could see in the photos and what I've heard, yeah, they removed the the whole, the passage between the, the the pre-show and the main show is also gone, or um, the the main the, pre- the pre-show is still there. I actually was there. I want to say six months ago, and, and I haven't seen inside the building. I'm not really did not like because they were like starting to de- de- demolition the inside. But at what point I know from the original pre-show at Terminator, it started sinking a little bit in certain spots because the building was so old that it was starting to, the floor was starting to settle. Um, so a lot of a lot of the times the doors wouldn't close properly because the building was settling. And our surveyors would come in and they would check stuff out and they go, yep, the floor's settling. It's just, you know, the building's just that old, you know, it's, it's been here since 96, you know, the building's just settling, you know. Yeah. They, said they, have to, they have to jack doors up, but yeah, the pre-show uh, got worked on about, I want to say about six months ago, and now the building's pretty much buttoned up. It's closed up. You can't see inside of it. There's new lights on the outside and there's new, like, rain gutters and stuff like that. Um... Uh, the back has been extended by, I think I want to say about 40 to 30 feet. The sides have been extended by 15 feet on each side. Um, the one side's huge. Like, it's got a huge thing on the side of it. I don't know what's, I don't know what's in there. My friends won't say a damn thing. The engineers won't say a damn thing to me. So I've been, I've been trying to get things for myself, but a lot of the, like I said, the only engineer that was cool was like, he had his, he had his computer up and he showed me what, you know, what it was going to, you know, kind of be. And I was like, oh, wow. And he was like, isn't that something? I was like, that is something. And the thing is, like, it's like, just tell us what is good. You know, that's what's tiring everybody out because everybody's so damn tired. They're like, I want to know, you know. But it's one yeah. of these things that Universal is keeping so coy. And I don't know if it's for budgetary reason or it's just like, hey, we had an idea, but it's not going where we want it to go. And we want to make sure this is something new and epic for you guys because we've it's been so long. We fucked up on a, a ride. We don't want to fuck up. We don't want to fuck up again, you know. I think it's. I I think the, the 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 first reason is at least of my feeling as an outsider is that they didn't have a plan when they closed. Uh, PPC no, they didn't. Yet. So no, they, they really... did not mention anything, so they could go uh, every way they wanted. Yeah. They could test the new uh, concepts, and if it didn't work, from they could drop it and try something else. Yeah, from what I heard from my friends yesterday, and they said they've been testing a lot of new things, a lot of new technologies in there. I went, oh wow! They went, yeah, they're really. It's something like I said. They, they keep saying it's something else. And they said, you're really going to enjoy it. And I said, I hope so. And that's all they've told me. And they, my friends have been whispering little things to me, you know, are you coming back? I said, I don't know. They said, you're probably going to enjoy it. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> As a show, why is I think it's going to be great. I myself don't hope it's born. I, I have nothing really born. No, I am. Like you said, born, those are already old movies. They are, yeah, I'm, they, I'm are hoping... they, are, they are great uh, flicks, but they're, not uh, outstanding or no, they're not. They and the, the original ones were, but those were from like 1999 to you know 9, 2000. Those are 
Yeah. They're great movies. However, where does it capture somebody's imagination? The problem with Universal is they don't know how to leave IPs in different parks. Like, Disney, same thing. They have to copy everybody, everything else and then bring it to the next park. It's like, no. Like, let me have to go visit, you know, the next park in, in Hollywood. Or let me have to go visit Singapore or something like that. Uh, Universal's problem is that they keep copying their IPs and bringing them into each park. You can't do that. Like, Harry Potter's castle should be in Orlando. You know, it shouldn't be over in Hollywood. You know, you should make guests want to come to each different park to visit to get the whole Universal experience or Disney experience, you know. And it makes it makes each park unique. Yeah, and the thing is, Universal's just been copying itself for years now, and I think their guests are finally saying, you know what, fuck you guys. Like, I can see this in Hollywood. I don't have to come to Orlando or vice versa and the only ride that i see that we've done differently um is Hagrid's and jimmy fallon over in orlando it's like the, those are the only two freaking rides I've those seen. are yeah those are unique for orlando that's true the only two and i think the, the new show what it may be is going to be unique in its own self because that from what i'm hearing and like, like i said I, I don't know much and i wish i knew more and i i, I want to know just as much as you guys know because like all my friends that work there, they're like, oh, man, like, uh, they're, right now they're so bored. They're just bored because they're just sitting there because all they're doing is testing. Because they're just testing new mechanisms or doors and stuff like that. And that's all they're testing. That's all commissioning is. You're just testing things. And you don't do anything. You just sit there and watch. You know, make sure nobody goes under things they shouldn't be doing or what have you. A certain contractor doesn't go into a certain area. He doesn't need to, doesn't belong, you know. That's all you're doing with commissioning. But from yeah, what the, what they've told it, me, it, it's it, it's unique. It's different. Um, and one of my you know friends that have worked at Terminator Two, she goes, "It's something else." So I went, ah, "That's good." You know, like I said, that's great to hear. I can't wait to finally get to hear about it and see it in person. And um, what I've been told, it's going to be a very small team like Terminator. It's going to be very entertainment oriented. Um, so a lot of the actors and performers are going to be coming back, but not as performers. They're going to be coming back as a the technicians, technicians, technicians yeah, to run it because um, all the actors that apparently are going to be third party out, outside of Universal because of yeah. safety concerns, I guess. Uh, that's just the way the entertainment industry here works here in Orlando and in Hollywood. It's nothing. Yeah, I think, I think they've copied the, the uh, way of working from Hollywood. From what I understood from Hollywood, uh, shows like Waterworld and all those film shows have actors from an, an outside uh, company, a third company, a third party, at least. So exactly. they will copy that 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 style that mindset. Uh, you're, you're, more into you're, Florida. Yeah, Universal's more or less. They don't have to, you know, or you know, Universal Orlando's not have to worry about like paying them or maybe if they get injured, they don't have to really worry about you know getting another actor in. That company will have to take care of you know. It's it's, it's a lot of like red tape and stuff like that. Things I know and things I you know you can figure out for yourself. But I, I, you know. I really hope uh, with the new show, uh, aside from the past, it will be a fresh new show and uh, introducing some new uh, stuff we have never seen yeah, before. I, I, I seen, at least uh, hope for uh, for a small reference to uh, the, the the old Terminator show. If you know Universal, they've done it with all the, the a lot of old, other shows. Like Simpson is referring to Back to the Future. Yeah, Fast and the Furious uh, has all like the little the little pop. They have like little pops hanging around like Beetlejuice and stuff like that. And the, the, the mummy has to go. The, yeah, yeah. The, the mummy has to go and King Kong has to go in the queue. Yeah. So I hope they can at least do some some nice reference, uh, some 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 in joke uh, way of of referring. Cybernetics. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, people like you start the building and you're like it's still called T two. Everybody. 
everybody still to this day calls it T2T2 building. You know? Yeah, but what, what should they call it? Call it right now then. Uh, project XXX? Uh, uh, like the uh, Universal Project? I don't even know what they call it. Uh, uh, usually I'll, I'll give an insider thing and most people will be like, what? Usually when they're doing a project, and this is this number always changes, it's either like a, a like a number, it's Project Blah, or it's Project 77, or, you know, yeah, or Project, project you said Project X. Yeah, it, yeah. it changes, like, consistently. So if you're looking it up on Google or YouTube, you'll never know what the hell it really means, because they showed a girl that was like, she found out what the new Hagrid ride was going to be, and, like, she works for the Sentinel, or works for some company, she used to work in the theme parks, and she's like, she's so good about finding, like, all the, the, the stuff online, and, like, all the permits, and it's like, you know they do that on on purpose, right? You know they they it's public domain, but they they don't call it what they call it. You know you'll never find out what they're working on. Even Disney has things you'll never find out what they're working on. So they gave her like mm-hmm. props and said, "Oh my gosh, she's great." So I kind of tweeted at her. I said, "So if, if you're so good about finding out stuff about Universal and Disney, what's the Terminator building going to be? Can you tell me? Can you tell me? Can you tell me?" And she never <laughs> and she never wrote me back. So I was like, "That shows how good you are because you don't you, even you don't fucking know." You know. No. So I kind of said because. The day, the day that she found out what Hagrid's was going to be, Hagrid's got announced like that, that second, you know? So I'm like, of course you found it because it was already online. They already, Universal has their own, they're not stupid. They're not stupid. No. And they, they leak shit themselves. I, I have a, I can't say how I know this, but I know somebody who works in an area, but even they told me, they go, if you don't think we leak shit, either you're stupid or you're stupid. You know, they leak, universally stuff themselves. They leak to, stuff to, themselves to, 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 make, to misdirect the people. To make to make you think that things are happening, you know. So it's, I learned that very carefully with them is like, oh, you should really watch what you believe because a lot of it ain't true. Yeah. So I guess we will find out uh, hopefully in the, in a few months uh, hopefully from now. Hopefully soon. Yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, like I said, I was told a few weeks ago. You know, you should be really excited. Uh, because what we're seeing over there is really interesting, and I said, I'm really, I'm excited to, to see it, I'm excited finally to know what the hell it is, because it's been so fucking long of just yeah. sitting and waiting, and like, can you just announce it, like, get me excited to want to go there, like, you know, you know, now I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, you know, and they're like, no, you're gonna go back, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go put in for the commissioning, you know, the team, to be on the opening team of it, and, but, um, yeah, but but a week from now, it, it's then it will be already three years since the show was closed and yeah, nothing new. Nothing new, and it's been so terrible. Like even Mark- been announced, so people are just yeah, not not dying, but they're yeah, you know saying dying to find out. They're just kind of like what the hell, like what the hell, you know? It's more like why, why is this the worst kept secret, you know? It's, yeah, will it be that big of a new show with new high-tech stuff you've yeah, well, seen before? That that's what they're so saying. Different. I mean, from what I've been told, because I said recently, people that are inside the building have said, you know, they're like, it's going to be something. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, it's there's some cool technology in there. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see what the hell you guys have been talking about, what you've been held to secrecy about. I cannot wait to see it. Like, I'm excited because I'm I'm near the building, so I'm I'm told a few things, you know. And I can't say, you know, because but they haven't, they haven't, yeah, really, yeah, well, they they haven't revealed much to me either. They've been keeping it really coy too because they have to, and they're like, it's going to be something else. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see what the hell you've been you've been keeping quiet about, you know. And but it, I hope so. And somehow, somehow, I hope the focus is not on 3D. I mean, that's the thing. It's one thing I even brought up the other day. I said I, I hope the new venue is not 3D at all. I don't want to see anything. Yeah. 
It can have 3D, but it should not have the upper hand. It should not be the main focus. No, of the and show. I think so I think a lot of guests. The last uh, Universal Studios shows are mainly 3D. 3D, and yeah, I get that a lot. You know, working at Jimmy Fallon, and people are like, "Dude, what the mm. hell? Why is there another fucking 3D? I cannot." Some people can't do 3D. They can't do motion, and they're like, um, Fallon "No, but, no, but if you look at the, the last shows, it's it's Jimmy Fallon, it's Fast and Furious, it's Clinton. They all have 3D videos." Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, Fast and the Furious was uh, designed to be 3D. If you guys like watch Fast and the Furious video, it's it's designed to be in 3D, and it, it looks like shit. It looks like a PS2 game, PlayStation 2 game. Um, but yeah, just just horrible. I'm, I'm so hoping they take their focus around. It looks like, and this is my speculation, it looks like they're focusing more on a live show, live elements, maybe some video, yeah. but no 3D. And I'm like, oh, thank God, no more 3D. Well, I I want to see a live it, show. It's okay to have 3D, but just do not let it be the main focus, focus of yeah. the, the show. Well, they let it, it be a, a tool to 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 help the show uh, work, but not as be the crutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the crutch of it and hold you know hold the show together. You know, Terminator was good for its time, and the one thing most people then they look at it, they're like, "Holy shit! I didn't realize there were real people in the show. We were expecting like a 3D show." And then they walk out and they're like, that was fucking outstanding. Like, we weren't expecting a guy to come out and run with a 3D. We weren't expecting the, the gun to go off or this to interact with this. And, you know, Terminator was ahead of its yeah. time with James Cameron. And, and that's the thing that made it unique. For that that area, for a time frame, it was unique. It had, uh, indeed, uh, uh, one of the first combinations of uh, live acting and 3D uh, in the show. And not many shows uh, at that time did have that uh, combination. Um, I'm trying to, I don't know by heart, I think the, the Muppet uh, 3D Vision uh, is also a similar show with a 3D and some live acting. I don't know which one. It does, one yeah, we just saw it. I the Muppet one came first, I think. Uh, so those were, were one of the first. I think the Muppet was from 1991. I think it was Captain Nemo. With Michael Jackson, maybe? Cap- Captain EO from yeah, Disney. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but that did not have uh, acting uh, together blended with... Uh, you're correct, movies. yeah, you're right on uh, that one. Captain EO is just a, a standalone 3D movie. Mm-hmm. And Muppet's uh, Vision 3D is also a 3D movie. And then suddenly those uh, figures and dolls that came out on the... the yeah, they come out and there's uh, a guy, there's a guy in a suit walking yeah. in. That, that was weird. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that one was first, and then uh, TV took it a step further by going into the screen, through the screen, actors jumping in and people, out. Uh, even to this day, we talk, a- we talk about it at work, and people are like, I know I had no idea that bike was actually real. One of our coworkers the other day go, I had no idea they went through the screen. Like, I thought they, like, and the guy was like, one kid was dead serious. He goes, I've seen the show a couple times. I had no idea. I'm like, oh, you knew. He's like, no, 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 I really didn't know. Like, what you guys are telling me, I had no idea that's how the show worked. Like, I was just that, that involved mm-hmm. into it. Like, you get into it and you're, you put your glasses on when they tell you to put them on and the, they don't expect the robots to move. They don't expect the targets to do what they're doing. And they didn't expect that. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's also hidden very well. You don't expect robots to come out of those boxes. No. You think it's just some decoration. You don't expect uh, the Kimberly booth to drop down and disappear underneath the show. Yeah, somebody asked uh, me. Like, the they're like, they're like, where the hell did she go? And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, she goes, so we had to stop. Like, after the show was over, some guest literally stopped me, and her kid was probably eight or nine years old, and she goes, I got a question. 
And, you know, us being us, we're like, all right, we'll ask. We'll wonder what it is. She goes, how does that happen? And so we literally, you know, had to show her. We're like, watch this, watch the platform but come back. The whole out. show, and that's that's a compliment to the show and the creators and everything. The whole show is time filled perfectly. It's, yeah. Like every distraction, every sound is just a distraction to, to, to do something else. When, when the show, when the room goes dark, you see the, the, the robots and the state of Kimberly, uh, disappear. And, when Sarah just fires her gun or shouts something, it's just uh, a line of dialogue. It's even just to, to mask uh, that the, the screen just suddenly goes up. To mask that sound effect of the screen, because the screen makes a, a lot of noise when it goes up and down. Uh, it's just those, those things are perfectly timed to, to, to mask other things, and it's just so... It's, it's very well made. If you take a very uh, detailed look into it, you discover more and more things that just uh, add to the, uh, as I say, the, the, the genius, the, the perfection of the show. And yeah, how it, it, took a, it took a long time for them to do it, too. If you walk, watch behind the scenes of like what they had to do in the ADR. And then I remember like the other guy, he's like, he's like, oh, I did the ADR for Arnold. And I'm like, oh, well, that, that makes sense. But you wouldn't even know if you did the ADR. Arnold was out of... Arnold did, Arnold did not record all the lines in the movie? Apparently, no. One of the, one of the, the podcasts that you had me listen to, Terminator 101, apparently uh, uh, apparently they had to be ADR, and apparently one of the original guys had to, had to like, they brought him in, from, brought him in uh, and he, yeah. he ADR'd. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. And somebody was like, yeah. Like, I, you, I you, remember that now, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, he was like, I had to do the ADR. You wouldn't even notice the difference. I'm like, and ADR guys are just like record after, so like if I had to like, the podcast, I got to edit out some noise that you're, you're hearing. I hear in my ear, um, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't hear. You know, you wouldn't even notice because it's just so quick. And he did it. It's so simple and quick. Yeah, yeah. He, he did his impression, and he was like, "Boom!" It sounds like Arnold. You know, you wouldn't even know. He's like, what do I? I can't yell like Arnold, but this is what it needs to sound like. Boom! I can do it, and then they would just edit it in post. You know, because I listened to the, yeah. the original work print. And the original work print sounds like shit. <laughs> and the original work print. Uh, it's missing some uh, audio in Audio, it's missing a lot. There are some lines when, when the characters are turned uh, with a back to the screen and then they're suddenly, in the final movie, they're shouting some uh, thing while in the movie, on uh, the work print, it was not for them. Yeah. There's some, uh, some offline additional uh, sound uh, yeah. of the, the audio dialogue. Yeah, it's like just so crazy that like, we noticed and then, like I remember the, one of our uh, leads, she was like laughing. Yeah. She goes, oh, did you did you notice the Terminator penis? I went, Terminator penis? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. She goes, watch the head go flying in the air and watch the robot fall down. And there's a piece of flame and the flame and like wiggles back and forth like a dick. And we're like, oh my God. And once I saw it, I couldn't stop. I couldn't unsee it. <laughs> it's in the movie, uh, the show? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny. So when he says, uh, hey, Buckethead, and he finally throws it and it, the, yeah, head, yeah, the head comes yeah. up. So the head's coming up. If you yeah. look, if you look just at the body and the body falls back down. There's a fl- like flame yeah. or spark or something like that, and it's like, like it looks like it's wailing like back and forth because of the 3D. And it looks like a dick. She's like she took it as a dick, and she's we we couldn't unsee it after we saw it. We couldn't unsee it. And then Alan, I have to look into that. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And then Alan said to me one day, "Go, oh, have you seen the have you seen the dick?" And he, we, I showed the text. And the text all started laughing, and they're like, "I hate you now because now that's all I can see is the, you know a dick, you know visualizing a dick and flapping back and forth." You know? uh, so. Alan goes, have you have you, I, uh, have you noticed the head? And I went, no. He goes, 
watch the head when he picks it up. The head comes off, you know, it spins in the air, and it comes out in 3D, and then it comes back down. Now Arnold's holding it, and now it's, you know, it's got wires. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so there were stupid things that were like, oh, we, we caught, and then we looked at it, we're like, oh, that's kind of stupid. If you also take a look at the, the work prints, uh, then you notice there is an extra uh, aerial hunter killer flying by. Just when Arnold and John, uh, or Samuel and John are looking out of the parking garage to the canyon building. Oh, wow. Like, there's an extra additional uh, hunter killer they uh, removed from the final uh, version. Yeah, and you can also see the, the, the T-1000 standing up after being shot. Uh, it's removed from the, the final uh, print, but the work print still has the scene. Oh, I gotta, well, yeah, I gotta watch that original work print. It's been so damn long since I've watched it, but... Mm. Yeah, it's been so. It's but, just a damn show that was so damn good. I know. I have a funny uh, story about a dick as well. If you're interested, I'll go for it. Okay, <laughs> 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 um, it, it, I, I can. I will not take credit for it. It was discovered by a friend of mine, Chris uh, Keener. Okay. He uh, he got his hands on an uh, original uh, prototype of the, the mini hunter. Flying hunter killer, the, the, the small object that are chasing John and uh, Terminator to the parking garage, which uh, Arnold smashes to uh, stop whining. Yeah. As, uh, as most people uh, know the final design, uh, but he got his hands on a, a prototype uh, version of the, the Mini Hunter show, and it looks a, a very similar to the final project. Except for, uh, you know, the, those uh, ropes at the side, those uh, little jets. Yeah. And the final one, uh, final uh, product uh, version, they are turned uh, upwards, but in the, the prototype version, they were down, pointing downwards. And the barrel, barrel of the, the Mini Hunter was slightly different, with a different head. And uh, the person in charge of making uh, those uh, during Filming, Darren Gilford, he brought them on on uh, on the on the set, and James Cameron saw them, and the first reaction was them look like a dick with balls. <laughs> the side that were turning downwards, the barrel just looked like a penis, and so he had to return uh, and uh, created a. Final version very quickly. He put the the the, the size jet more in front against the barrel, uh, put them more to the center of the bo- ba- uh, body and turned them upwards. And he removed a little part of the the, the barrel so that it does uh, not look like a dick anymore. Oh well. But you can you, you can see you can if you look at the making of video you can still uh, see. Uh, at least the barrel, not the, the size yet, but the, the original phoenix uh, like barrel. You can see it in the making of video when uh, they are in the, the crate uh, when they're picked up out of it. Uh, I will show you uh, a picture of it. Oh, uh, I got that. That's great. Oh, God, that's a great. <laughs> and the, the great thing is I, I have a, a, a kit, a casting of the, the final mini hunter killer, and they also got... Uh, Casting of the, the, the prototype uh, parts. So my plan is now to build two uh, mini hunters. The final one and the, the prototype version with the mini barrel. Oh wow! It's like I'm gonna. Have a penis I will show you one. the. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna have a penis one and not a penis one. Can you yeah, tell the I difference? have. I've both. I can tell the difference. Like I, can, I will show you a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> 
it's I'm a, saying for somebody else who walks in, they're like, <laughs> can you tell the difference? Which one had a penis and which one not? And you're like, uh, I'm not very good. Like, look. Well, I will show you and then you <laughs> can decide for yourself. Okay. It's very obvious. Oh, that's great. That's a great show. I'm glad that James James Cameron but being who James Cameron is. To keep it aligned with 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 the dick stories. Oh yeah, well James Cameron would obviously he would obviously say that when he because he's very he's a perfectionist and he would be like he's, he's, double he's second. Perfectionist is a very direct. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah, he's very he's very on point. He's just like that looks like a dick. It's like James. It's like, yeah, well, I, I, I. Well, like I said, my 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 friend Chris, he turned up with the prototype and uh, and uh, I started to. Uh, Investigated any further, and I eventually contacted uh, one of the creators of the show, Adam Zark, and he told me uh, we had discovered one of the, the untold secrets of uh, the making of uh, Terminator 2D, and he told me that story about uh, the big version and uh, James Cameron Cameron's reaction. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's awesome! I would have never known that story. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> But I will show you uh, some pics, uh, some pictures of it soon. Uh, oh, that's awesome! So, what what is your goal since you know T two is now closed? We don't really know what it's going to be, and you finally got some of the parts for the robot. Like, what is your goal to, you know, finally get one together? Are you still in the hunt for for new things, or? I'm always in the hunt for new things. I can't say I'm currently busy with someone who worked on production of the this uh, movie, and he has some. Uh, Skynet part of Skynet will be. Oh wow. Uh, he's still uh, searching for other parts, but uh, he might uh, sell one or perhaps two to me. Um, I must say, I already found one of my drills, the, the two robots, uh, but I still have two. Um, two. I, I will always hunt for stuff. I will. I'm still chasing an original Kimberly uh, name tag. From Hollywood, I would love to have one of those. But uh, for my thank you for the Japan TV. one, by the way, I, re- I really appreciate the uh, the logo. Sorry, for uh, that the uh, that we gave me a, a pin of Kimberly's. Oh yeah, uh, that's uh, that's one of the the, the pins. But uh, I I would like to have a, the name tag uh, in the Hollywood show because they're very uh, distinctive. But for my Terminator 2D grills, I still have a few. Um. Skynet, something from Skynet, so that's what, what I hope to uh, be able to buy at least a part, so I can say I own a part of Skynet. Yeah. And the other one is a very uh, rare, uh, I don't know the word, uh, the story is when uh, the show was made, uh, as a group of elite people who worked in the show, got from uh, Gary Goddard from Mad Max Entertainment, got uh, a Mac, a team million spider statue, and I've seen images of it, and it's, it's incredible rare. Uh, but it's one of the, the, it's not the only team Max statue that has been out there, and I really hope you to, to be able to get myself one someday. That's one of my grails. I don't think I will ever find one, but uh, had, uh, like I said, with the robot, never give up hope. In the in the uh, our office, we had a I don't know how the hell we got it. I, th- I think it was like we were going through the old. I think there was an old closet that we used to hold a lot of promotional stuff that Universal would make for the venue, saying like "Come here to see like the future" or something like that. And I remember one day one of us they were doing some cleaning and we had to go through like one of the things and one of the man our head managers was like, "You need to go through here and clean this out." And they found a, a T1 million, but it was like a, it was like a 
it was like a um the hell wasn't it? Uh not cardboard, but it was like actual like wood cutout, like a really wood cutout. Really high definition of it. And uh Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, where the hell did we get that? And they're like, Oh, we found that. I'm like, that looks old and they're like, Yeah, it's probably promotional from way back in the day. We had Arnold's Arnold's mm-hmm. and Arnold ones and other ones and I was like, This is crazy. I, I have seen the one from Arnold. I think if you're, if you're referring to that on the cardboard, it does. It looks very nice. It's, it's, it's the one he's completely standing well, while holding up uh, the endoskeleton hat. Yeah, it was that's good. the one I've seen. This one was uh, kind of a like a woodcut out one. Oh, so. really? Okay. Uh, and for other uh, grills, yeah. Uh, that's a charge, and then the display uh, window would be nice, but I think those will be very expensive if they will ever be released uh, in the pop store or something. And I would really hope to, and that's the last one on my list, to uh, get um, either one uh, a P70 poster. Uh, if you know, perhaps know the, the, the Hollywood or Japan uh, show. They have different uh, key posters, like a Florida, like 13 or something, uh, more generic Cyberdyne uh, posters. Uh, the, the, the other venues that have specific uh, Cyberdyne project, product uh, posters about Skynet and the P70 uh, and the liquid metal and all those kind of stuff. And I would really love to, to score at least the one for the P70. A uh, poster from the queue, or the P7 poster that was in the Terminator 2 radio studio. We had more uh, like uh, a blueprint of the P70 design hanging there. It was awesome, and it would really uh, complement or uh, complete uh, the P70 robot I have here. So when I will um, assemble that robot one day in. Yeah, because I remember you saying nice. during the video, you're like, my, my house is wait until I get a bigger home. I can't even assemble it or can't yeah. start. I, I cannot uh, put it uh, up right now because it's so, uh, so tall. But uh, when uh, when uh, I will hope ever to uh, get a larger house yeah. and, and I can assemble that robot, then it would be nice to have a accommodating uh, 70 poster with it. So that's why I'm hoping for an order the, the queue. P70 poster from Hollywood, yeah. or the PCFP uh, blueprint poster from the TC uh, radio studio. But since both uh, both the show in Hollywood as the, the radio studio have been closed, I feel that one will never be too filled for me. Well, you know, it's but like, you gotta, thing, why do you think we would find that um, the invitation that you, we found here in Orlando? Yeah. That one was. I would have never expected that one to get. That one was like hidden for me. And, uh, Oliver let me know. He goes, "Would he want this?" And I go, "Where the hell did you find that?" And yeah, goes, I think it was it, like like you discussed before. I think it came from another auction uh, auction house. Or yeah, because I was like, not something yeah, like some, some someone must have sold it to them, and they sold it to Universal to resell it in the pop store, something yeah. like that. I think. But I hope. Something might turn up on, on eBay or someone uh, might have it and might be willing to sell it uh, if I stumble on it. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be interesting when you finally, you know, I don't think you'll ever be done collecting. I don't think you'll, you'll always find pieces and parts of things. And, and, now, and, and that's it's, the thing it's, with, it's with, budget. With, with grills. Every time you, you, you complete uh, your grill, you find a grill, you will automatically create a new grill for yourself. You will keep on hunting for things. That's the, the addictive part of the, the whole collecting. Yeah, world. I think with me, it's just, you know, the budget and the like, like somebody's like, what do you have? What do you have? And I'm like, I have a shirt. I have my thing. And, uh, you know, it's just even getting the clothing is, was, that was a rough one. And I even, I even had to make an offer on my clothing and keep it. And the one thing we were allowed to keep was our badge and a hat. And that was pretty much about it. The shirt, I, I made a deal with somebody. I was like, you're going to burn it anyway. And then the next day they, they burned all the shirts. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? So they burned the shirt. They burned them. The yeah. I asked one of our head of our, um, wardrobe department, I said, are we able to keep, because right now you guys are able to keep a hat, and you're able to keep a, a, your, your badge, that's it, that's all you can have. And we're like, ah. So, I won't say how some of us got our shirts, but some of us have our shirts, and they're not getting sold or taken. Mine's actually going to be put inside its own little frame, because it was my, my, my last day shirt, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and I said, I'm not selling it, it's my own, and it's like, I, I even begged them to sell it to me, I said, how much do you want for it? And they wouldn't say, and they wouldn't say. And I said, you know what? It is what it is. And uh, so mine's going to be going inside its own little case. Because it was my last day shirt. You know, second to last day I wore it. And I wore it for, you know, 10 yeah. years. And I was like, this this is like my yeah. home, my family, you know. so You should not tell it that that's emotional value for you. Oh, very much so, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it's one of the newer shirts, too. It's one of the, you know, it kind of has an older, older vibe to it. And I was like, I know you were an, on search for one and. I hit up a few people that I know that would have, you know, from way back, way back in the day, and said, anybody have a shirt or any kind of old style shirt? And somebody said they had something in storage from way back when, back from the Hollywood days, and I said, oh, wow. So they said, yeah, let me take a look, and they said they couldn't find it, so I was like, oh, darn. Well, I'm always open to, to, to for new uh, items from the show, and I will always decide whether or not it's uh, interesting for me to buy it or not. And with the, now with the the, the the 270 robot, which has cost me quite a lot, I'm selling also part of my other uh, Terminator collection of some some busts and some some hot toys figures and everything. Just to fund that big robot because it's not. Big. Yeah, well, it's also your wife too, and the kid, I don't know how the kids are going to take it with the wife too. It's like. A... Like, yeah. I love your obsession, but, you know, you got to make room. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's, you have your hobby and you indeed have your, your life with, with my wife and kids, so you have to make compromises. And uh, sometimes when you buy stuff, you have to sell other stuff to, to, to keep it uh, funding. funding. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad you found everything. I wasn't even expecting you to find the robot. I know you were in discussions with some vendor about finding something and... Um, unfortunately, like I said, yeah, and it, and initially I only bought uh, because I bought it from uh, uh, Paul, who also bought the two full robots from Universal Studios. He also bought a lot of spare parts, and I was only in talk uh, with him about uh, a food uh, part because I missed out on uh, food uh, when the food feet were available. Well, the feet also at Universal, yeah, the prop store, we had maybe one of them, but I, I should have seen you go, I don't want that, that that, that shows nothing of Terminator, that, that has no value to me, I said, okay, I said, you know, you want yeah, that. But, 
you missed out on the food, uh, then it, they were not available at, uh, back then anymore, those two. So I was on a talk with, uh, with the guy about uh, a food. So I managed to buy food yeah. and then eventually he also had a, a almost complete uh, robot for sale. It's a, like uh, perhaps 80 till 85% complete. Yeah. It's missing a few parts. And I, I had expected him to, to ask 10,000 or something for it. But when I heard they were, they were yeah, they were. Uh, once I asked one of the technicians when he's putting it together, I said, how much do those cost? And he goes, oh, those are about, he said like, they were up there. I think he said about, probably about 20,000 a piece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when I talked to the guy about, when I heard the price for those, I, I was thinking I bought a suit for, for that kind of money. That if I add more, I can, and more, I mean, not too much, but just you know, in a reasonable uh, amount of money, and I can have a whole uh, robot. Why, why not do that? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's the thing with well, a lot of these I, these vendors and people you find. You're like, it means more to you than it does them, and it's like you know they need money, but at the same time, you're like, listen, uh, this isn't getting sold. This is for me as like my own collection thing, you know. But they they they're not really attached. They're, they're attached to the value of it, how what it means to them, you know. They're like, well, I can make you know ten thousand on the foot. It's like, no, 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 that's not what it's worth to me at all. You can sit on that for the next five years. I don't care. Yeah, but I must say, Paul was very reasonable yeah. uh, with, with with his prices. Um, as I mentioned, he bought two robots, uh, one for uh, two full robots, one for himself, and one for his uh, partner uh, in the company. And then he had a lot of uh, spare parts left, and with the spare parts he could build uh, at least eighty-five um, percent of a full robot. Yeah, so that became one set, and all the other parts were sold separately. That's cool. At least you found like you found a decent vendor and decent dude who was really willing yeah. to be like, "Listen, I know you love it I, as much as I do. Here's some parts." You know, I have to say uh, he was cheaper than uh, the prices Universal asked for the parts from the prop store. Yeah, and I'm I'm so grateful. I mean, that's Universal, though. Universal has to make their cut. Once they, the prop shop wasn't really meant to be what it was. I mean, I'm surprised it is what it is now. That was originally the it's magic, a huge, it's the a magic huge, shop. It's a huge hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a huge hit. Uh, people would, they would walk up Universal the Studios. And they'd yeah. be like, why can't I buy something from the park? Like, they wanted something from the park park. And I'm like, oh, you want something like some of the props? They're like, yeah. Like, some lady looked at the window. She goes, why can't I buy that? I said, that's not really meant for sale. That's for yeah. set decoration. She goes, and, I also don't blame Universal for uh, asking uh, those prices because uh, everyone else would do the same. You would also you would always uh, start with a high price and see and if people work, buy yeah, it. Work your way down. And if not, you work your way down uh, until somebody uh, finally buys it. I mean, some of the so times, man, some of those props are built in house, and somebody was looking at me and they're like, yeah. "They're like, why so much?" I'm like, "That's built in house. You know how much that costs to make?" And they went, "I can make it at home. Go ahead." Go make it at home. See how much it costs you. And then they go, eh. It's like they don't understand the yeah. value of a maker. A maker, like, I, you know, I do 3D printing, and people know what I do. And it's like, I got a commission the other day, and I told the guy the price. And he goes, oh, that's a bit too high. Can we go lower? I said, I can't. I said, dude, I'm, I'm already as low as I can go. I need to make money. Mm-hmm. I need to make profit. To, and then, you know, it's going to take me longer to build it than it is, you know, for you to do it correctly. And you're already being charged, you know, little to next to nothing. You know, and yeah, and, uh, indeed, and uh, like like you said, you'll always try to get as much money out of it at first as possible, mm-hmm. and if not, you will drop the price a month later, and then see if someone buys it. And eventually, in the end, 
there will be someone who'll buy it. I mean, it. I'm still sad. Like, a lot of Eric's stuff that he bought, and like like I said in previously in, early in the podcast, uh, a lot of the actors were very, very livid that he wasn't willing to sell to them, even help them out. Once somebody who knows him was like, hey, um, you know, why, why weren't you able to... Because they, they wanted just a piece of Terminator, you know, just for their yeah. memento. They, they, and they offered, they offered him something, and they, he said no. And they went, what the fuck do you mean? No, I'm an actor. I'm, a, I'm the guy who performed in the show. Why aren't you helping me? You know? They felt really offended. They were like, they were very pissed. And I was like, I, I don't blame you. You know? Because then somebody turned to me, they go, can I ask you something? What, what did you guys get? What did, did you get anything? I said, yeah, I did. I got a... I got an S, you know, I think about having laser cut, literally having a laser cut in half, a couple pieces, and they're giving it as a, a keychain or a key uh, necklace memento. Because I, I don't really yeah. need the S. It was, it's, from, it's from the building, so I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And I looked at it and I said, hmm, Dakota bought one for me for about 25 bucks, and he's got it on his wall. Because he's like, you know, I, yeah. I, I thought it was cheesy, but when you bought something from the building, it's kind of cute because it's kind of something, we, we worked there, we were, they, it was our home, you know? But at least you have something uh remember when you're do, working yeah. there, some, a and souvenir. I have, the, uh, I have a stupid yeah. sign that, you know, I, I look at it every day. I go, I pass that sign every day when I was loading. And I lo- you know, I love the sign you have. Yeah, I know. And you were like, I was like, <laughs> he still hates me for it, guys. I, I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but yeah, I bought it. And then... <laughs> Oh no no no! But I had to I have, and then he was like, "Well, we we had we really found some really good shit there." And the sign that he has that I'm kind of like, "Oh my god, I want it!" And I should have got that one instead. But was the um, authorized personnel, which was on the doors, we literally said authorized personnel, and Maurice got one of those. I was, yeah. like, was kind of jealous. I'm like, I kind of already blew my budget. But my my sign that I ended up getting was uh, it's in a podcast. You'll see me actually pass it. Um, mm-hmm. That originally was four hundred bucks, and I, uh, I was told the you next were- day I was like. Listen, that sign you bought for like 150, yeah, that wasn't 150. I'm like, oh, you had it for a very good price. And they're like, you got it for a good price. You better hang on to it. I'm like, I'm not selling that stupid sign. It's gonna stay on my wall. They're like, oh, you're mm-hmm. gonna keep it. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna keep. It. I'm not selling that. I was like, that's that's going on my 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 own little prop memento. Yeah, you should you should keep it. Oh, I'm totally gonna keep it. It's you know, it's right now it's sitting on the floor against the wall. And I gotta get it up here somehow in the in the the room, but. The you know the shirt and stuff like that. It, it, it's it yeah. sucks when you know you have people like who love the stuff but they don't understand what like, the value of it to you and it's you know oh let me let me buy it and put it on eBay for three thousand dollars and it's like no one's gonna buy it for that you know that I felt bad for the lady that she went out I think she paid for that extra sign and I felt yeah bad. she bought the sign for I, I think seven hundred fifty dollars why would she do that and I was just like but you have to imagine. It's those are the things on eBay. That's the only stuff that is out there available for everyone to buy. Mm-hmm. And it is indeed expensive uh, because we know the original prices. Uh, then it's even more expensive and appealing. But people still want a part of the show. If if it had not not been for for you and Oliver and all the help you did for uh, getting me those parts, I would probably have ended up also buying from him yeah. on eBay. Because he's the only guy who has the stuff. Which was sad because, so. like I said, I, I rushed out there and I'm thinking, okay, the next day I'll head over. I'll, you know, I'll go over the next day and nothing, nobody will jump on these parts. You know, nobody knows what the hell they are. No one has that kind of money, you know. And but, not but, knowing what you what your, yeah. what your budget was. And I said, all right, I got to get, you know, I'm waking up and it's like, Ali, can you please go? I'm like, I'm on my way now. I'm like, I only lived about a mile and a half from work anyway, so I could just jog over. And I got my music going. I'm I'm running over, and I'm thinking, okay, I can take my time. You know, don't run too much. Don't like blow out your damn heart rate. I get over there, and like, 
Oliver pops in. I go, where is it? And he goes, it's all over here. And he just had boxes, boxes of just stuff. You know, stuff yeah. the signage. And there was stuff that we had on the wall. And the posters, you know, those $400 posters. And I'm, I'm looking through everything. I'm like, where the hell did all the... And he goes, Eric just came in and t- he bought, like, yeah. everything. I mean, the guy has... The guy has money on credit cards, so I'm guessing, you know, apparently it's, he has it's money. It's an easy up- win for a Universal. Yeah, it's an easy win for them, and it's like, Oliver was like, well, I have this and this, and I'm like, cool, that stuff's cool. Now I gotta find out what he wants, and it was kind of like we had letters, we had signage, we had this, we had this, and then Oliver's like, let me take you to the back, and he's stuff that wasn't even out yet. But they didn't even, they yeah. you know, Universal didn't know what they had, you know, because they weren't even putting price tags on it. I didn't even, like, get a price tag for some things. It was like, and I, like I said, the sign that the one that was against the wall, like the sign that I got was against the wall. It was hidden. And I was like, how much was the sign here? Just curious. And the, Oliver just got bumped for lunch. And I, the guy talked to me. He goes, hey, he calls up the manager. And the manager goes, what sign What sign do you want? He goes, it's like the Cyberdyne sign, laser testing. And da da da. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Ollie, 150. I went, 150? And I thought to myself, I got a little bit of money. Why not? You know? And I was like, all right, I'll I'll take that for one fifty because I, you know, I was like, that's a little high, but you know, that's one fifty, whatever. Just you know, grab it for yourself, dude. So I did. It, it, it was it was cheap compared to the the other side. Yeah, and I'm looking at I'm looking at the signage, and I'm like, that's kind of cheaper yeah. one, you know, one fifty. And then the next day I come in, you know, and your sign wasn't what it was. It was you know, your sign was double what it was supposed to be. And I'm like, I go, yeah. What even happened? They go, Oliver goes, um, the signage you guys bought yesterday, yeah, it wasn't the chess piece was marked as correct. Everything else was not. We were, we really made out what we got. And Oliver and the manager, I talked to the manager the next day. He goes, did you buy some things? I said, I did. He goes, congratulations. I'm happy. I'm happy you got something. He wasn't pissed off or anything. He was like, no, man. He was like, I'm glad it's going to a good home. I'm glad it's going to you who worked there. You perhaps, know? It's, perhaps it was the minimum price Universal wanted for the parts. Yeah. I mean, I, I have we no idea. We don't know. I have no idea. We should have, we should have, we should have bought more. Yeah, we should have, but we really didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, I didn't know what your budget was, and your time frame was different. And well, yeah, my time frame was different than my budget your, kept your, on growing that day. Your heart rate was pounding. You're like, I'm, you're like, I'm shaking here. I don't know what to do. Like, send me more photos. I'm like, I'm sending photos. As I'm yeah. getting, and as I'm getting photos, I'm going through. I'm on my hands and knees checking through a box, and I got my crutches over here, and I'm, <laughs> I'm holding uh, this. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, sending you sending the photos, and I was typing as a madman, uh, <laughs> just messing you. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you were like, oh, I, oh, shit, you need money from me. He's PayPal, uh, you, you already yeah, some money, like, then, oh, you already also have that one. Oh, shit. <laughs> so by the time I was done, I was like, I think it was midday, and I called my girlfriend. She goes, are you okay? I said, I'm grabbing lunch. Maurice isn't happy with me right now because I asked for a few extra bucks for lunch. I'm tired. <laughs> she goes, do you have everything? I said, I have everything. Uh, question, I need you to come with me tomorrow to pick it all up. So we had a, we grabbed our grocery cart that we had in our apartment. And I grabbed it. Mm. I think we stuck everything in that. We brought it out to our security gate through Universal. We brought it out to the back way because you don't want to go to the front way. We're like, oh, shit, how do we get it out of here? Okay, we can take it out to the, to the front gate so we can go to the security gate. Let's go to the security gate where no one's going to stop us. You know, so I have all the receipts. I have everything, every, you know, verification from Universal that we yeah. bought it. That was fun. <laughs> so we're walking out and the guy was like, oh, you guys are already done for the day? We're like, no, we're just here to pick up some props, you know. And he, the security cameras are watching us and we're like, he goes, listen, I'm, I'm just going to assume that everything's in order because <laughs> everything was already wrapped up <laughs> nicely. He goes, I see all the t- sign and tagages, correct tagages there. He goes, let me just see the receipts. You guys are good. Have a great rest of your morning, you know. <laughs> and I'm walking out. I'm just like, oh, my effing God. What did we just buy? 
We should have, but yeah, we didn't. We really didn't know what the hell was there, and the boxes were. I sent so much over to you that I was like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" They're like, "It it doesn't scream Terminator. It doesn't scream Terminator." I'm like, "I know it doesn't scream Terminator. You want it to say Cyberdynamic?" Because I checked with all the the stuff, and a, uh, lot, of it, most, a lot of it was overpriced. most things. Most of things that day scream Terminator. They were they were directly from the show or the the robots. Or yeah, the signage. But, but, but the other parts, you 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 won't send me the. A photo of the uh, the film projector or the head of the, the film projector, something. Something, yeah. There was uh, there was just what the hell was there was. That didn't um, scream Terminator. No, anymore. there was a it few things. Could have been was, a generic project project or something. Yeah, there was a few things like the the, the triangle. The tri- each well, each part of the triangle was expensive. They wanted each piece, and I believe that was eighty seventy five dollars a piece for the triangle. I'm like Jesus, no, I'm not. no, you know. I'm like, how much for the the, yeah. the triangle? Like the, the separate triangle? Oh, that's that's seventy five dollars a piece. I went seventy five dollars a piece. No way, man! I sent that over to you. You go, no, I don't want that. That's that's not screaming Terminator. You wanted to say Cyberman. Yeah, and yeah I, I I had to be very selective at that moment. You know, my budget kept growing that day. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, I was like, more. I was like, Maurice, we're already at, we're already at seven hundred dollars. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, uh, oh, I'm more. Be I'm more. Yeah, I, I know it. Uh, and yeah, looking looking. Back, and I remember, I kept telling him, guys. I said, I said, remember shipping, remember shipping. He goes, you're right, you're right, shipping. God damn it, shipping. Uh, it, once I said it was in, I had it all like you know signed and everything. He was like, everything's safe, everything's safe, everything's back back behind the set. It's all safe. And I said, I'll come back tomorrow me, and pick it up. <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, after shipping a full uh, size uh, robot uh, in nine boxes, uh, I'm not. Uh, Oh my lord! Like I can imagine, I I, I can't imagine like how much you know. Did it come in crates or did it come in like just boxes? Boxes. It were nine boxes, as nine separate boxes. So uh, each box had their own uh, shipping cost and had uh, got their own uh, import uh, duty amount. Oh here, god! Uh, yeah, that was so. that was something else. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> It just cost me some money, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm very happy. Well, I'm glad you got something that you've always like wanted because that was like a huge dream for you to like. I want this. I, I'm looking for this, and I know the one thing you're still looking for is the Kimberly Kimberly surviving. And, and I I keep asking a few friends if they have it. One person said they did, but they don't know where the hell they put it. It's been so many years ago, and I dare not ask him again because I've asked him too damn much for it. And he's like, he's like, I got a life. I said, okay, all right, you do you do you. I. I, I did find footage uh, myself, uh, but it's not very, I found it a few months ago, it's not very uh, clear because, you know, the show is very dark, so yeah. I, I don't see Kimberly running away, I just uh, see the T-1000 immediately starting to type and not listening to Kimberly, so I found a video, but it's not good enough to show her actually surviving. Yeah, so the only if I... anyone still has footage, it's, it's always welcome. Yeah, please, if you guys have footage or anybody, like, I know we were, we, like, everybody here, like, works for T2, we're like, we, we apologize for that, we're like, well, we had to do our job, like, that was our, like, stop the cameras, because it was so annoying, we'd get so many flashes, and we're like, turn the camera off, please, please, turn. it's so annoying, because you, all you see is a light, you know, you see somebody filming, it's like, guys, it looks, it's gonna look like shit, you know, just turn it off. I, I, I don't blame you, 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 you all did your job very, uh, yeah, we like we was talking to somebody and they're like, "Man, we were too damn good at stopping those fucking cameras." <laughs> a lot of us felt bad, you yeah. know. We're like, "Ah, oh, damn, Maurice wants this kind of footage." But like the best way to describe what Kimberly would do, there was two different, three different variations of how she would do it, depending on the actors. And I do remember describing what she would do. So she, sometimes 
when he would come up, it would be depending on the, you know, oh, God, we're like, we're running late on a show. We need to, because our pre-show would already be in there. Once the show's already in, depending on, you know, timing, it would be a 20-minute show, so a 25-minute show. But Kimberly would have to be in and out in less than 10 minutes. Like, she would have to literally run downstairs, get up, start the next show, and then be off the stage. She wouldn't even, um, she would come off the lift on the bottom, roll out, and then run away. She would literally run up the stairs and then, like, literally at the run up. As they were beginning the pre-show, because we said that we'd hit a, a go button, which is a green button that says, okay, we're set here. Uh, we'd tell the control room, hey, Kimberly's on her way. So we'd tell, it would tell everybody, hey, be on time for every, you know, the show was all about timing. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. she was running late. So sometimes she would be like, she'd go up to the control panel, start the show. And the T-1000, what the hell, security? Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting, the T-1000 would come up to her. Sometimes she would walk off, she would walk off, or sometimes she would just run off, you know, depending on what she wanted to do, depending on the actors. I remember when um, one of our actresses, uh, Christy, was expecting, uh, was it Christy? No, Christy was expecting, and then there was another one expecting uh, a baby, and she couldn't do the fallback because of the, you know, the baby, you know, in, in utero, so uh, she is the one mm-hmm. that kind of did it for like a whole month, you know, she was Kimberly, you could tell she was expecting and having a baby, but she'd come up and she'd be like, oh. You know, and then she would walk off, you know. And then when she got a little bigger, she kind of had to, you know, do her thing. And But she was the one that would always kind of, security, you guys don't know how to do your jobs and just start walking off. Like, I'm going to go talk to your supervisor or something like that. She would make up her own spiel. There was nothing ever in the script for her. Because uh, I asked her, I said, oh, you're the one that does that. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I make it up as I go. I don't really, you know. But it was those three different variations of, okay, they're running late for a show or somebody's back's hurting them or... There was one day they couldn't even use the stunt pad. They couldn't even, you know, the T-1000 could, um, but the stunt pad was so, it was so worn out. Uh, they had to replace a new one. So they had to put a new stunt pad in there, a crash pad, as they call it, where the actor could fall on top of it and it doesn't hurt them. It's just like a pad that they fall on. And then they would, it would lower into the stage and they would get off. But that would be like the three different variations of why she would do it. But it was so very random. I remember the week before you came down, she they did it. And I was like, oh, oh. I, I tried to grab my cell phone and you know, I was like, I might get in trouble, but I, I tried recording it, but I couldn't find it. And then there was one, I remember the ending, the second ending or third ending, where the the, the laser gun would stay, gun. On, stay on the stage. Yeah. I asked about that when I first started the T2, and I said, what the hell is the deal with that? And they go, oh, it's sometimes the, the, the Act 3 lift doesn't work, so we have to leave the gun there, and then go up the, the ladder, yeah. and, and then, you know, there was a fire pole for John, so John could slide down faster. I took the fire pole down one day. I got to climb up there, actually, and take the and take it down. Because uh, it was pretty cool, and then you got to run down the stairs and then go into the the act relift. Sometimes the act relift wasn't ready in time, or just wasn't functioning, so the, the terminator would leave it there. But what they would do, as you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't really notice from your angle, is the gun would actually lower. So they would place it there. The gun would actually lower. The technician would take it off the, the act relift. The actors would stand on top of it, and during that, you know, act four, they would come up, and there you would see them, and then they would lower. So you would be so sometimes so fast, and then. You know, that one too. Um, sometimes the gun, you know, the, the lift, lift didn't want to go back up. You know, it, they would just do the no actor and the lights would just hit. You know, I owe my son's life to the Terminator, you know, and that would happen. So it was so very random. The show was so very random in its own spots. I've asked about so many different endings. Um, I do like the laser gun ending. Probably one of my favorite endings because it looked cool. The fog and you see the laser and the lights are just hitting the gun. I thought that was really cool. I remember one guy trying to actually steal the steal the gun. Some guy actually tried running up and grabbing it. 
And somebody grabbed him and they stopped him in time. So they were like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I thought I could. Like, no. A technician came out just in time to grab him. We grabbed him. So, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. There's always one who has to try, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I got to hold the gun a couple times. I got to, you know, play with it. Uh, some of the newer ones were cool. The older ones were really broken. Uh, sometimes the light didn't even light up on it. You know, it didn't even, you know, do anything. Uh, they were kind of heavy. Uh, I remember one one guest actually got hit in the face with it by accident. I felt so bad for that guy. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah, because the way that the actors would run, they would run through the back section, yeah. but uh, the actor Mark uh, came up and came a little tighter than he should have, and the guest was kind of, kind of head was kind of out a little bit, and Mark kind of clocked him with it by accident. So the guest got a nice little pop of the gun in his face. He didn't mean to, but he apologized to the guy and everything, and it happens. It's just so dark in there when you're wearing sunglasses, you know? It's the nature of the beast. Yeah. You, you, perhaps it's an honor to, uh, to, to get hit. And <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think there are many people that can say they were hit by a Terminator. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I've, I've literally gotten away of one, and uh, the guest came running towards me, and I went, oh. And luckily I kind of looked at... Because usually it would be the, you know, um, you know, John Connor, the actor first, whoever was playing John, and then, and then the Terminator, and Thank God that John Connor saw me and saw what was going on. He slowed down and so did the Terminator because the guests was running toward because they were so terrified. And I was like, oh my God. So I grabbed them and I pulled them to the side door and they, the minute I got out and got everything taken care of, I went backstage, go use the restroom for the next show. And they go, good call on that. I went, oh, you're welcome. I was like, I'm sorry. I had to do that. They're like, no, thank you. Cause I would have, I would have kicked him. <laughs> Cause he was like, he was ready to kick the guy. He was like, I'm ready to kick that dude. I was ready to jump over you and kick him. He's like, I thought he was coming to beat you up. I said, no, I was coming to pull him back for you. But we've had a fun time. Like I said, uh, the one time I can say a funny story, one of our actors uh, landed on my landed on my shoulders on purpose. Yeah, I think you've mentioned that. Yeah, I was, I was trying to stop a guest, that, yeah. and he comes down off the road. It was John Connor coming out of the station. I had to come and stop the guest. Otherwise, it was like he kicks the guest, and the actor knew me very well, was good friends with me. So he was like, hey, Comes on down, he, Mom, they've already started, and he comes down slow, and he lands right on my shoulders. I went, can you get off now? He went, hi, Ollie, how you doing? I went, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out, and he goes, he starts tickling, he starts, like, slapping me. He goes, they, they were, the actors were so much fun, they were, it was a, it was a great family over there, I miss, I miss the team yeah, a lot. I believe you. Hmm. It, it was not, uh, not, noticeable at the last uh, day when the shows were uh, closing and both uh, groups of uh, cast had their final show. It, it all felt like one big family. That was that was probably the weirdest day of my life. With, with, uh, the, with the cast, with the crew, technicians, everybody. It was weird because like uh, every show, we had a lot of tech, we had a lot of old Terminators. We had the whole, we had cast I didn't even get to meet. Um, and you got to meet quite a few of them. I was shocked. I mean, I'm so, so grateful that you got to be there because I don't think I would have done what you would have done with all the photos and you got to ask so many damn questions. And for those who haven't watched Maurice's video, uh, the video of his, his, his montage was great and beautiful. I sent it over to some of the cast and crew and they're like, that was pretty good. Um, I do like the ending of it though. The little Easter egg with the girl, like there's somebody making a video. Yeah. I, I ran into her on YouTube, but. Uh... I, I noticed her uh, when we were filming, and she, she asked me uh, when we had filmed that part, from, are you from a TV channel, or uh, what are you filming? Because she thought we were looking very professional. 
a bit in my eyes uh, when you did not, but she asked all these questions and I said, no, we're from just a big fan, we're from the Netherlands and uh, it's already, she already noticed our uh, strange accent. <laughs> strange accent. So after uh, she, has, she has her own uh, vlog, so after that she started vlogging uh, again about us and I, I ran into that segment on YouTube, so I asked her if I could uh, use it and have a permission and it's sort of all good, so I added that as uh, in, uh, a little Easter egg. Yeah, I thought that was beautiful. Thing there at the end, uh, after credits. That was that was, was funny. That was that was funny. I, I really enjoyed it. You and your sister were amazing, and it was kind of cool to meet you both and finally meet you in person, and then getting in touch with everybody there. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Who is Maurice?" I'm like, "Maurice is right here." And everybody finally, like, Jeremy got to meet you, and Dakota finally got to talk to you, and yeah, it was really cool to like actually sit down and get to know who you really were. You know, you have kids and your sister, and it's like, I mean, that was a big trip for both of you guys. You're like, I don't, I'm gonna try to try to make it. I don't know, and. For somebody to come around the world, like all around the world, and then you know, school us in our Terminator knowledge, you're like, oh no, like Japan's still open, guys. We're like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then break out your phone and show everybody. You're like, see, I told you. You're like, oh damn, you're right. You know, and yeah, it was really cool. So to- I, have, I, I have more stuff hopefully coming up. As you, as you may know, I'm still planning to to make that more generic Terminator Two TV documentary. Mm-hmm. About uh, about the show, showing all the the the, the venues and all the, the 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 stuff most people don't even know of, have never even seen. Uh, like I have storyboards of the original version of the show. It's not the the one you're seeing right now, uh, but the original version where uh, there was a male uh, Cyberdyne uh, presenter guy who showed. Talk more about Tachyon uh, uh, past. You show the vision into the future, so they're opening a time window, and then you see the, the future war going on, and suddenly the T-1000 leaps through it, and John and Sarah are there, and they, they, they rush back into the future, and even the, the parts with, with the Mini Hunter are completely different. It's not uh, happening in a parking garage, but John and Terminator are still on the motorcycle when the Mini Hunter starts chasing them, Terminator manages to uh, destroy most of them and catches one uh, well, while driving um, the motorcycle and then he, he, he drives into a group of skeletons and tosses that mini hunter in the group and shoots it to uh, generate a large explosion and to destroy them. The whole show was completely different from the version you're seeing. You, Worth seeing in the theater. Gotcha. So I hope I hope to show more stuff like that. I would love to see because like it's cool to like you know talk with all the performers and like tell me what they've told me and they're like a lot of them just you know remember it as being you know this and you know a lot of them didn't know what it was going to be and it was so secretive and you know this was like back in like ninety six ninety five they didn't know I mean they were just like what? yeah but even Universal had doubts when the show was still being made at one point they had so much doubt that they asked uh, Landmark Entertainment to uh, while working on this 3D uh, stunt show they also asked for other concepts so they even uh, designed a roller coaster uh, more uh, right they even had something more interactive where 
one would see the future and, and have to fight in it. Most different designs like that. Those things are interesting too. That's say. really weird. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely watch some of that stuff. I know it's like Universal now is in the state that they're in now. You know, it's like they're they're now having to take chances again, and they're now having to go. Oh shit, we can't do this style of concept anymore because people have seen it. We can't put shit out there because people are tired of seeing it. You know, yeah, they need to stop half-assing it and start doing you know things, taking risks and chances because people people want to see the risks. They want to see the chances and. You know, I remember like when I first from the second to last year, and this was like when we were closing down T2 from a night show. I think our last show was like seven thirty, eight thirty, something like that, like a nine o'clock closing. And you know, people don't realize you you do a show at eight thirty. You know, you're done by eight fifty five, and the park closes at nine. What do you mean? What do you mean you guys can't do a show if it's like we can't do a show because the actors are now done. They have things they got to go do. They got to drop off all their gear. The weapons cages got to be shut down. Everything's got to be accounted for. You know, and I remember this couple comes out to me, and I'm getting almost ringed at. This guy screamed at, you know, this is ridiculous. We spent all this money. You know, we've been here since nine o'clock in the morning. Where the fuck were you? You should have been here at like fucking nine thirty. Our first show was at nine thirty. You know, Terminator is all I come to do, and yada yada yada. But this couple said something really cool, and they stated, you know, uh, you know, is there anything more like this? And I said, more like this. I said, we we love this show. It was great. Uh, this is something we've been looking for. We can't do rides. We can't really do much craziness. And this was, this was like amazing. I'm like, oh, okay. Like Shrek 40 is the only one, you know, neck, like, like it, you know, you can ask for non-motion seats, you know? And, uh, they came back the next day and saw me again and saw it again. And said it was just fucking outstanding. They're like, this is something we've been looking for, you know, like we're not big fans of T2, but holy shit, it was that good. I said, oh, great. I mean, I'm happy to hear that. So the whole said, concept is is amazing. You know, it, it just got it just got outdated uh, at yeah, some and point. Yeah, it got outdated, and uh, even towards the last end, the end stretch, it wasn't really outdated. It was just, it was just so much, so much to fucking repair. It's the three D. The three D was the yeah. to me, and you know, knowing the the Getty images, I don't believe how I don't believe how real that is. Knowing what I know and being there personally, um, you know, it was, the three D really. I think it was like I said, the big nail in the coffin because of just the 1.5 million that we were told to the conversion rate. And then, you know, so it was about almost $2 million just to do the full 3d conversion. Um, that's fucking, mm-hmm. that's fucking ridiculous. And I knew universal was like, Nope, we're not going to spend that kind of money. We don't, you know, we got it, but we don't want to spend it, you know? And I believe that was the big, I, you know, big nail in the coffin. I am still curious how universal uh, feels now about closing the show, because now we get a uh, terminal dark fate. Again with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda yeah. Hamilton, Edward Furling, and okay, I'm oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're feeling. And the James Cameron back, so you you have the original group of actors back for a new Terminator movie, I which is really gr- which is fucking feels. wonderful because we didn't we didn't even know like Genesis was gonna have you know Arnold in it, and then it's like Arnold and. You know, it's yeah. funny thing is, like, when T2 was, like, in its mid-run, too, we were told, okay, James Cameron sold off the rights, and Denny got the rights back, and we were, to- like, guys, we were told so many times, you know, we, we were done. Terminator 2 was closing. We were told that they're not, you know, Paramount's not doing their thing. They want the rights back. You know, all this shit over the years. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what they would have done. I don't know. I know the, the Gary Goddard group was working on uh, a Terminator Salvation uh, attraction, 
which was more an interactive uh, ride, uh, I think, where you also could, uh, should uh, Yeah, it was, like, it was at Six Flags Magic Mountain, I believe. It was like a Genesis... No, that, that's, that's uh, I think that's the, the roller coaster you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one, one I could think of. Yeah, but the, the Gary Gilbert group was also working on another Terminal Salvation uh, ride, uh, Wings of Freedom was one of the, the working titles for that show. You can still find concept art on the, the official website. Oh, wow. And I always thought that would have been T2TD's replacement if the show was ever to stop, but keep the Terminator uh, license. And I talked to Gary Goddard uh, during the final show, and he told me it was not uh, a replacement for Terminator 2 3D. But he could uh, also not tell me who, uh, who, for which team park the show, uh, the new ride was designed and what all, what the plans were with that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of NDAs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just kind yeah, of... Yeah, I, I, I completely understand it, but uh, I'm st- I still have my, my feeling that could have been perhaps a replacement for the show. Yeah, like I said, the yeah, biggest one that was coming up for us was definitely Genesis, and, and you know, it was we were almost there, and being able to see, like, what was going on in the queue, like I said, I've only just, nobody else saw the queue video but myself, and I, I wasn't really supposed to be there that early, but I just kind of walked in, and the guy with his laptop, and he played it, and they're like, do you remember what you saw? And I'm like, it was this really cool video of, like, Genesis, and this thing, and that's why the music was what it was, but then we were told, like, a day later, they had to cut it all out, because they didn't cross the T's and dot the I's, and they didn't have permission rights to use Use this and that. Yeah. And uh, if you remember who who the who, who that guy was, you need to track him down. I don't even remember who he was. <laughs> like it was like I said, there was such like oh my god, an epiphany. It was like a blue shirt tech, uh, AV tech. Yeah. So I I don't remember who we went to. I know where he's at. I don't know if he's still at the company. I don't really you know. It's not like I can remember. Like hey, do you remember when? It's like he probably wouldn't even fucking remember. He'd be like uh, he's like yeah, I just kind of like a you know a nobody who just you know plugs stuff in and doesn't even remember. So. He was just doing what he was told to do, you know. Yeah, but never underestimate a nobody because even nobodies can know a lot of stuff about shows. Yeah, and and keep the show in the, in the heart and may know more about it uh, than others do. True, true. You never know. Oh yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean it's very just intriguing. But uh, yeah, like, like I said, I'm excited for Terminator, Terminator Dark, Dark Fate. Uh, that blew me out of the water. I'm so happy for that. I that's what got number one, another freaking concept. Everybody was like, you know, what if it's Terminator Dark, another Terminator show? I'm like, ah, uh, no. That, that's definitely. <laughs> I don't. Good. I don't think they will will do another a new Terminator show. I like, I'm like everybody's like, it's gonna be another Terminator. I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, Terminator. So the problem with Dark Fate and hate me on it if you will. I'm a huge Terminator fan. Nevertheless, guys, I love, I love the films. They're always one of my favorite movies, but the problem is, like, you only have a slim of us that are huge fans of it, and then others that are just like, yeah, I'll go see it, but it's, I'm not really all about it, so I think they're going to do fine in the, in the box office. They'll make their money in the long run, but they're going to have the, the big fans go see it first, you know, who want to go see it, and then it's like, blah, you know, it's kind of like, Salvation was like that, Genesis was definitely like that. I was probably only, like, the fourth person in theater watching Genesis, you know, which was sad. Yeah, I, uh, It was what it was. Uh, true, true. I I must say I still don't know what to think about Dark Fate because uh, I have read the leaks about the story and if those are true, I'm not uh, too happy with 
the direction they are going. I understand that the, the original actors are too old to keep uh, continue doing new Terminator movies. I know, understand that the torch has to be passed to younger actors so they can continue developing this franchise into a new direction of new movies. Uh, they can use the, the younger actors and do not have to worry about the original older actors anymore. Yeah. But from what I have read, I'm not sure if uh, I'm also happy with the direction they are going. Uh, I will not say too much about it to, uh, to not spoil uh, the surprises for everybody. Yeah, I've heard a couple of them. I've, I've got a couple of my my ether popped up, and I'm like, okay, that person's showing up, and this is going to happen. But, you know, it's yeah. like, the problem is, it's like, you know, with Salvation trying to do, like, a revamp, it's like, how do these movies all interconnect, and they, should they interconnect, and, you know, it's like, everybody's like, well, I like Terminator 1, but I really love Terminator 2. Really like Sir Chronicles, but it's just like Terminator 3, I really didn't, you know, it was good for this, but I really couldn't fall with it, you know. And it's, well, it's, well I, in my view, Salvation is the worst Terminator movie. I, I, still have to, I, I still have to give them the credit for having the balls to do at least something different yeah. than all the other movies. Because all the other movies are Protector and uh, Assassin, uh, Terminator are traveling back in time to protect someone. Yeah, repeating and itself. It, it's all a repeat of the, the, the first two movies, or the first movie, uh, for Rehash and Salvation, while in my book, uh, still a, a very bad and, and illogical movie, at least attempted to do something different, to show us the future war we've been teased with all those uh, other movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what the, you know. this one is going to be. I don't think it's going to play well in the long run. I feel I feel iffy. I don't it's know it's why I feel iffy, but it's just like I know... I hate giving my soul yeah. to something and then like, oh, I loved it. Oh, no, we're, we're going to cancel everything. We have no plans on re- renewing it. Uh, James Cameron said no, and you know, just a lot of crap that goes along with it. I'm just like, God damn it. Well, it's a, it's a third attempt to, to, uh, to create a new, uh, universe. A new trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, a new universe. But with Salvation, they wanted to create a new, uh, trilogy, a future world movie. But this was cancelled after a bad, uh, performance at the box office. Genesis tried the same. Tried it in an, um, uh, perhaps more ambitious way, intelligent way of Introducing younger and uh, new actors to perform the same parts of the '94 movie and try to uh, to uh, restart a new uh, trilogy uh, with it, and not even bound to the Terminator 2 movies because it all happened in 1984 in the original first Terminator movie, and after that they changed it so much they could go any way they wanted the story. Mm-hmm. However, that was also a failure at the box office. And now this is the third attempt to, to create a new trilogy with yoga actors, and uh, now with Dark Fate. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Even with James Cameron I, coming I, back on, and Arnold being in his age, and it's I, I know, but it's still somehow weird because the things you were told in Terminator One and Two, the people you were told to believe in would do that, and this is the enemy. This will all. If the leaks are true, at least, it will all completely change in the new movie. You will get a new uh, enemy, and you will get a new uh, savior of mankind. You will get completely a new um, characters and things which are not 
in line with with the stories you've always uh, heard or believed in with the previous movies. Right. I don't want to spoil too much. No, don't, yeah, yeah, don't spoil for those who, who don't want, don't really, wanting to yeah, see no. it, but yeah. I kind of picked up a couple of it myself, and I went, oh, I didn't want to know that, but uh, I, I'm going to go nevertheless yeah. and see it. I'm a huge, like I, I said, Terminator fan. You, you you never know if the leaks are true, and no, you sometimes, really sometimes the leak, uh, the, the, the public reaction to a leak can even change a movie. Uh, I don't know if you heard of about Terminator Salvation originally had a different ending in which uh, the, the the final ending we have now is Marcus uh, uh, offering John, his heart to John so John might live on to be this prototype uh, savior of mankind. But the original ending had uh, did have John Connor dying. They would craft his skin onto the Marcus uh, hybrid so Marcus would pose for John Connor, uh, while the original John Connor is dead. Oh, wow. And that was the original, and that one leaked, and there was such a negative backlash from the fans that they changed it into a very illogical uh, ending. Because who can perform an open heart surgery in an open desert in a future uh, world uh, dominated by a robot? It's hard to believe, but and they even had a, another ending in which, after the skin was crafted on Marcus, and Marcus would pose as John Turner, he would kill the, 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 the entire elite club of the, the main characters, and turn out to be still a Skynet robot and destroy the resistance from within. Oh god, that sounds awful. Yeah, so I'm glad sometimes uh, the leaks cause a change in the story, but yeah, it's it's hard to change a complete story when the whole script has been finished and you need to rework an ending or something like that. Yeah. Well, I believe we're pretty much almost on the three-hour mark. I don't know how you're feeling, but I think we pretty much got everything for this one. Um, I'm stopping uh, within a few minutes. It's uh, half past 11 in the evening already here yeah, now. Yeah, it's about almost six o'clock. Uh, it's about half, half past 5.30 yeah. right now, so... Yeah, I mean, we pretty much got everything in the books. Hopefully the next one we can do, we can do a little more deep dive. Dakota Bulls, we keep mentioning, uh, huge Terminator fan. Definitely wanted to be on this podcast. But this one took a while. This one took, you know, almost a year since closing. I think long, I think longer, but the blame is entirely on me. I, it's my fault. Oh, no, not at all. I, I always, I always want to make sure, like, I was looking back and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, when do we, uh, it's like, when you have things to do and you got a family, we, we understand and, you know, Podcast goes nowhere, so and you this is your second one ever, I guess. So, yeah, um, I don't do uh, the only podcast I have been uh, done are the ones with you. This will be my second one. Oh man, I could I could definitely see you doing a YouTube uh, YouTube channel about T two and. Like, I think people would be really interested in, like, knowing, like, all the Easter eggs. Because there's a lot of things I don't I, even know about Salvation. I have like a, that. I even have a lot of stuff I've never shared or behind the scenes stuff people don't know about. But some things I am not allowed to share. And the other thing is, things to create, uh, it takes time. And time is a hard thing at the moment for me. I can to totally agree. Sp- spent in making the videos, especially the... the, the the, the one I already mentioned. The editing, like, yeah, just the editing process. I really hope to, to create and finish that one because I know I have so much stuff to tell and to show which a lot of people don't even know about. I 
lost share, but it, it takes a lot of time. Gotcha. If I look at, at the progress I've made uh, since uh, the show closed, uh, so now it's, it's, it's not much. I've been collecting a lot of uh, videos and images for it, and I've been writing uh, a blueprint of the whole uh, documentary set up a structure, but it just takes the time to, to edit it in the video uh, so far. Gotcha. Yeah, it's been but hopefully one one day uh, within now in 10 years I can release it. And I hope uh, a lot of people still know what the PD was uh, back then. I think with your all your insight and like kind of like your museum and backlog of it all, it's going to be I think with T2 and the building to where it is and with Universal, people are very very adamant of what Universal was and is. Um, doesn't matter like where you are on property or you know when you were a kid or whatever. Uh, you know everybody sees the Simpsons building and sees you know Back to the Future. T uh, two has kind yeah. of be- become that. I mean T two was probably like second to the last original building. You know, um, horror makeup being one of the almost original and E T being okay. the last I think original. E T is the one I'm, from what I understood. Universal cannot touch. E. They really can't. No, they they've talked with they've talked with Spielberg. And well, the problem with yeah. E T being E T is this: it's so. Uh, historic and people, you know, when they come to Universal, where's ET? Where's ET? We get asked that probably about twenty times an hour. You know, where's ET? How do I get to ET? How do I get to Harry Potter? Nobody asked about anything else, you know. And like I said, lately it's yeah. been, you know, hey, do you remember that show Terminator? Where's, you know, where's Terminator? Oh, Terminator! Like I said, I was kind of bummed out and sad, and somebody actually recognized me from Jimmy Fallon, you know, as working at T two. They went, wait a minute, you worked at uh, Terminator, yeah, a couple years ago. I said, yep. They went. Oh man, that was a good show. I went, yeah, it was, but they didn't realize the Terminator was standing right behind me. <laughs> ben was actually uh, Ben, who was cast A, was actually a coordinator. So he, what he does is he'll work with entertainment and tell them, hey, you got to do this, you got to do this, and you know, he'll listen to what they're singing and say, okay, you know, what can I do for you today? How's your schedule looking? You guys need to sing a little bit higher or be on set this time. So he was actually taking notes on one of the actors, but he was standing right there, and he he heard I that. I've also seen him. As a street actor, as a man and black guy, correct? Yeah, he's done that. He's done that. The funny thing that he was saying the other day, uh, no, about a few months ago when we went to we went to our new venues and stuff, and he was coming up the stairs, and you wouldn't recognize him. Honestly, you wouldn't. If he if he had the sunglasses on, he really looks like Arnold, like a younger Arnold. Um, walks up and he said, "Hey," and he's he's Australian, so he's got his Australian accent. Very nice guy, and he's telling us a funny story. I go, "Hey, man, how's it going? How's your day?" He goes, "Oh, yeah." He goes, uh, "So the other day I was working in the streets. He had to, he had to go work." take a note on somebody and he said somebody came up to him and said oh you know um my granddaughter really really misses a show and he goes oh and you know yeah it used to be here but they closed it down recently and he's thinking ben's thinking oh my god and i guess they recognized me you know as arnold you know and the guy goes yeah yeah you know the the beetlejuice show and he goes oh <laughs> so really <laughs> puts a, really blows the wind out of his sail he goes oh god the guy's gonna recognize me as arnold schwarzenegger and <laughs> He goes, yeah, the Beetlejuice show. That show was really good. I don't know why they got rid of that shit. Universal's really, you know, letting stuff go, you know. And Ben's just like, yeah, it it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I started laughing. I go, that's that's gonna suck, Ben. He goes, yeah, because I really thought he was gonna say Terminator, but because he he gave Ben like a really hard stare, like I recognize you from somewhere, you know. <laughs> but Ben was like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, it's been a great oh, yeah. chat. I, I can't thank you enough for you know yeah. hitting me up this you know this morning at nine a.m. our time, my 
my time. It's late your time, so we'll definitely yeah. have to do part three. I don't, you know, I'll figure out what we can talk about. We'll, we'll have to pick a date, and then uh, we will definitely do part three. You know, I'm thinking, with I'm thinking the best thing to be chatting about would be Dark Fate when that finally comes out. I'm thinking I'll, we'll probably all see it and probably have to talk about that, and hopefully we'll have more updates on the new Terminator building and stuff like that, and we'll go from oh, there. Oh, that's also fine with me. We can do it uh, after uh, seeing Dark Fate, not a problem. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you, and uh, you guys took a lot of stuff on your plate, and, you know, you're still unboxing and getting your collection still together, and but where can everybody send your stuff if they find any of the Kimberly clips and stuff like that? Uh, hold up. <laughs> uh, you can always uh, reach out to me, uh, on Facebook on my Hope of the Future Terminator fan page. That's also uh, one way. Or just uh, f- try to find me uh, at Facebook. Uh, my name is Maurice House. And if you find a guy uh, with a Terminator 2 3D cast picture in his uh, Facebook handle, then it's me. Okie doke. So they know where to find it. So hopefully you guys find something. Or it can, it, can, it can also be through email. My email is Hope of the Future 2029 at yahoo.com awesome so hopefully you guys can find something for him like i said he's looking for the kimberly clip so if anybody out there in any other country has has the clip because some of us weren't able to stop you or you have some of the endings of the show he would really love to see those and i mean he's really yes please definitely definitely hit him up he's definitely knowledgeable and like as you guys listen to the podcast i'm pretty sure you're like oh my god i want to now i want to see the show well we seen the show it's on youtube now but i'm pretty sure maurice will have better stuff for you to find it and he's definitely curated a lot of it for you guys to know with japan and hollywood and stuff like that so he's been at every single one even the one in uh movie land over in the one in uh italy yes italy italy yeah. yes that's how i found italy out about you. yeah <laughs> i had no idea yeah, that, that one was also i think that all that one also closed in 2017 that terminator show oh well that was a weird one. I, I didn't. You're, you're the only one that I, I would have ever would have known that show existed. They had uh, three uh, three ver- variations of the show. The show changed a uh, few times during its run. It was first a Terminator Two live show, and then it's uh, it, it it has a similar plot, uh, like John and Sarah breaking in and the Cyberdyne getting saved by the T one thousand, and eventually. Uh, Crashing into the steel mill, a steel mill, and destroying the T1000 there, and the T800 dropping on, on the, the molten uh, steel, and then it changed into the Terminator 5D show, which uh, added some uh, a 3D movie, and even then it even looked more and more like the Universal Institute 3D show. They even had a, a fighter uh, and boss to say like this: uh, the big bad of the show was the, the, the T Mac, uh, also in 3D. And after a few years, it changed into a shooter game, and I've never witnessed that one. I've only seen some YouTube videos of it. Everybody, every visitor gets uh, gets a more uh, light gun and has to shoot on uh, designated targets on the screen. On the they even had robots in the show, uh, not the seventies, but T three hundred, if I remember correctly. Oh wow! But it's it's very similar in setup, uh, like the the Universal show. But then the, uh, eventually it was changed to the, the, the shooting uh, show and everybody got their own score and at the end of the day you could see which, which was the best uh, shooter. And, and it, it changed in 2017 into an Android show, uh, also uh, related to robots, but after that I have not uh, followed it anymore and 
it's even harder to get footage uh, of those shows because it's a very unknown uh, uh, team in a show. Yeah, I completely understand with that. And yeah, so that's the one in Italy. Uh, very similar, uh, like P two two D, but uh, not as good in quality as uh, the Universal. No, not at all. It holds no candle. No, it's no candle. No, no, those cannot be compared. <laughs> no, not at all. Not, not by any means. When you're holding a director and no. actors that are just phenomenal, compared to that, it's like what? Yeah. But it was yeah, really cool yeah, to see yeah. yours. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to. Uh, I still have to give them credit to come to to build that uh, show and where the the, the P two three D show uh, uses the original actors in their three uh, D video. The one in Italy filmed. This show in 3D at their own property. So in the theme park, they film it with their own uh, performers. So there is a, a very good match between the, the actors you're seeing on screen and the ones running around in the show. But because those are the same people, which is really they, cool. they completely recreated, uh, filmed that show especially for that uh, attraction with their own actors. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing the original. It was pretty, still badass. Yeah, I was like, this is really, because we were all watching it in the break room one day. Somebody brought it in. I think I, I think I brought it in to somebody. I pulled it off of YouTube and I'm like, I know I'm going to probably get yelled at for this, but we all watched it and everybody was like, what is this from? And I found the Japan show and they watched, we watched it and people loved it. They're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. I think we found my video of a documentary about the Italy show. That's what I'm trying to, to, to do to inform people about filming the theme park shows, attractions, and rides that are all out there. I also made one of the Six Flags roller coaster and various uh, one of uh, the Universal show. So that's uh, the fun for me. That's what I'm uh, trying to do in my video documentary. Okay, I'm um, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing them. I think we're all you know going to get more people excited to see them. I know I know the editing process takes freaking forever because I've still got so many podcasts to edit and it's just like. When is this one coming out? It's like I'm almost done editing. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I share your pain. I I, I know it. Yeah, I've got over. I think I got over like I think uh, seven videos. I got to edit, and they are long, and are just time to edit. It's like a. But uh, yeah, I've I've had a blast talking and learning so much, and it can be uh, grateful to get to know you and looking forward yeah, to looking forward to part three when that happens. Me too. So. So. Oh. I will uh, I will close this uh, conversation uh, with the words uh, thanks for having me mm-hmm. and nice talking to you and uh, till part three. Okay, till part three, guys. No fate. Okay, make. thanks, everyone. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Okay, bye. to an Open Mind Industries production for everything open mind. Visit openmindindustries.com. Keep an open mind.